Yes! No! Checkmate. Hello folks, welcome back to the Free Game Podcast. Um, this is a uh, bonus episode, as you've noticed. We uh, wanted to see if we could squash some beef that's been going between the four of us. And by the four of us, I mean... My name's Justin, I'm here with Holden. What's as up? As always. Yep. And this is yet another episode with our two favorite guests, Jonathan and Donnie. Hello. Donnie John, as we call him. Yep, yep, that's the combo. Yep, that's their ship name. Today we are um, officializing a an ancient argument uh, among moviegoers, and especially among us four. Mm. It's been uh, a long time that we've known that Donnie and I prefer Surf's Up over Ratatouille, and Holden and Jonathan prefer Ratatouille over Surf's Up. So we're going to try to figure out which movie is better, if we can come to a conclusion today. I don't think we will. And we all feel confident that we will. So, <laughs> nope. um... I feel pretty confident, Holden. What? <laughs> we'll come to agreement. <laughs> uh, I don't... I, anyway. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start off... By Donnie and I are going to say what we like about Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Then Jonathan and Holden will say what they like about Surf's Up. And then it'll come back to Donnie and I. We'll talk about what we don't like about Ratatouille. You guys can have rebuttals if you want. Mm-hmm. Then we'll switch sides. Mm-hmm. And then um, I have uh, other ways we can, we can other stuff we're going to do after that, but... We'll just start out with this. So, Donnie, what's one thing you disliked about Ratatouille? Disliked or liked? Did you say... Sorry, liked. Did you say that we just sat down and watched both of them back to back? I did not. We just... We literally... (laughs) That's important. Over the past, what, five, four hours, we've watched both movies. Yep. uh, Each taking notes. We're taking this very seriously. Yep. And um, this is the same day that we recorded the uh, Marvel Snap episode. Yeah. It's been a long day. We're ready to hash this out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a different episode. No game is involved. Yes. Oh yeah, huge game changer episode because yeah. it's a bonus episode for uh, people and no game involved. Yeah. Um, even though we will talk about a few games, yeah. I will later. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, um, I got a few, um, but I'll start out with a yeah, couple. Yeah, just start with one. Yeah, we'll okay. just we'll switch off. back and forth. Okay. So. I really liked the grandma in it. The one in the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie really? who just starts right. launching at the rats with a shotgun. <laughs> right. I really feel like that's how we should all handle pests in our house. Okay. And, um, yeah. Just so, up your house. Yeah, just yeah. take the shotgun, you know, and go wild. So, I mean, uh, it was yeah. effective. It got the rats out of our house. And, Interesting. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I like that, but I did like how the, the a real hero from Ratatouille, like a really good character is Emil the brother. I think he deserves more praise. Are you actually joking? What? Are you actually are you being serious right now? Yeah, I'm being yeah. serious. I mean the guy right. was willing to help Remy what? at any point. He was always his Even ride though or die. Remy like abandoned the uh, Emil was always there for him. Of course he made the mistake of telling his friends about the food but like that's such a minor thing compared to everything else. I wouldn't even say that's a mistake. He was trying to help out his friends Dude, Emil is the that's worst true. character. <laughs> no. Yes, dude. Start. <laughs> of course he I is, dude. I actually agree Why? with that. Like, dude, he is... Okay, I wrote this down. I wrote down that this is something that I don't like about Ratatouille. Okay, I said the entire plot of this movie hinges on Emil eating grapes, dude. 
Do you remember the part where he's... Neil? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I said, this is, uh, that's a trope in movies that I actually really hate. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm glad that Linguini finds out the truth, but I feel like it's not a very creative way to reveal what happened. Mm-hmm. And then I put uh, and Emil with the trap. Emil just sucks, dude. Like Emil is the reason he's like, hey, well, I found some food over here. We should just eat it. And then he goes and then Remy's like, Emil, no. And then he gets caught in the trap, dude. Yeah, you're you're too focused on um, just the errors of a person, and not uh, like Emil never abandons anyone. You know, he's there for the colony. He's there for his friends. He's there for Remy, even though Remy is essentially a villain to the rats like <laughs> through and through it's Emil true. is just loyal dude he's yeah. loyal he's not smart he's not you know quick witted but he's freaking loyal man and the fact that you don't see that. it says a lot go ahead Donnie what's next so this one is an I act. was trying to say something I like about Red <laughs> well no I actually agree with you like Emil I know knows I noticed that throughout Emil actually does like care about his family and friends Mm-hmm. He was like the so only friend that Remy him. had, and he would always go and help. He helped Remy in the old lady's house. He was there to help her, help his brother out. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, he's not even the clumsiest character in the whole movie. Who then? Who is Linguini? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Go ahead, so Johnny. <laughs> one thing that I actually I legitimately like in the movie is any scene where Remy or um, Emil, when they're eating, and it's like. Um, like oh, matching with the, the music, yeah, and it shows music, how yeah, they're yeah. like perceiving it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was actually a really Those cool. Are, that is really cool. Visual, and then, yeah, the music with it, yeah. Because yeah. I know Holden, Jonathan, you guys have mentioned how great like the cinematography mm-hmm. in the movie is, and I don't yeah. really see what you guys are talking about throughout. But that is one scene where I noticed like, yeah, that's really cool how they did that. So. Yeah, I do like that scene. Yeah, it makes you want to try strawberry and cheese together. Um, I like the attention to detail that this movie has. Like when Remy's reading the book that somehow survived floating down the sewers for how long? Um, he sees a page that's explaining who everyone is in the kitchen mm-hmm. and their roles, and then later he re- he repeats it to himself yeah. to make him feel smart. It's like Chekhov's and, gun. Yes, and um, like some other details are like when uh, what's his name, Chef Skinner? Yeah, he's like. Looking through the mail and every letter hits the phone, it makes a little bell noise. Like yeah, just the cool. attention to detail with the sounds and and the environmental sounds. And when Ego hears that Gusto's is hot again, he goes to do a spit take, but then he checks what wine he's drinking and then he forces himself to swallow it because he doesn't <laughs> want to waste it and he likes that wine. Yeah, um, those are some of the things I like. The attention to detail. Go ahead, Donnie. Um, I think I had one on here, oh, but sorry. it's kind of more. As I watch surfs up, I realize it's more of a negative, so I'll save it. So the only other one I have is that the movie ended. Oh, <laughs> gosh, dude. I cannot oh, believe Don't worry, you. I have, a, I have way more. I'm just going to rattle okay, them off. Okay, rattle right? them off. <clears throat> Rat. Uh, Paris is beautiful in this movie. Okay. Yeah. The food does look delicious. Yeah. And um, when you see Gusteau's Kitchen, this jazzy music kicks in and it's nice. The voice acting is pretty great, especially Linguini. Like, it's just perfect. Um, that his character is. I have other, there's other stuff with the casting, but um, I like the scene where he's like, where Remy is flying around the kitchen, getting like knocked Mm. around and stuff. The animation's great, like the flames and everything, but how does no one notice a blue rat like 
sliding around on the floor and, and jumping out of an oven anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, hey, I thought of that too. All right. Okay. I, I love the, well. the when they leave the restaurant and um, uh, Linguini realizes that Remy can understand him, the, the fog animation, like the nighttime fog, it looked really good. Um, I like the little, would you open that door? Thanks. Valjean's making an appearance in a lot of episodes these days. Yep. Um, I liked how, uh, I didn't like that I saw this, that I we had to see Linguini's underwear, but it was incredible as underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I love the quote, one can get too familiar with vegetables, you know, um, but I don't <laughs> like what it implies about Chef Skinner. Um, <laughs> I liked uh, the consistency with bruises and cuts, like when someone gets bruised or burned or something, it stays on them yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, I like that the movie shows that part of the reason the restaurant is failing is that they're following the recipe and they they are strict about it and they're not being creative at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the soundscape, I mentioned that a little bit. I like the play between Linguini not wanting to do something but having no choice because Remy controls him somehow through his hair. And... Um, I like that uh, Remy stands up to his dad, who's trying to save thousands of rats' lives using Remy's gift that Remy was blessed with. Um, So he stands up to his dad for some reason. Um, Chef Skinner's monologue about the rat when he's, like, going nuts. He's starting Mm. to, like, lose his mind a little. was awesome. hilarious. Um... I like that Linguini apologizes and, and and humbly approaches Remy... After he uh, kind of has a moment of pride where he kicks out Remy and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's right before what you were talking about with the grapes. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite shot in the whole movie is Ego's flashback to his childhood. Yeah. That part is always awesome. Like just him melt his his uh, his like darkness ego. melting away. His ego. <clears throat> eh, maybe maybe yeah, it's ego. Maybe, maybe it's just morbid morbid uh, cynicism. Uh, Ego's review, the writing of it is great. The, like, the twisting that anybody can cook to a great chef can come from anywhere. That's really good writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that at the end the restaurant closed because finally there was some, like, reason in this movie. Like, it's the reasonable thing that happened is the restaurant closed after a rat infestation, so. Hmm. I actually remembered one more that I liked. I okay. found it. One thing that I liked is when it shows how the rats live, like them scurrying through the pipes and up through like different vents and kind of just the normal mm. day in the life of a mm. rat there was a couple shots throughout that i really liked like that the bones of a cool. building and yeah stuff. yeah it kind of just shows how yep. they actually get through and it's like oh it's like know. the domestic violence <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know well, um. that domestic violence couple was on the boat having a romantic lunch when okay Skinner was chasing mm. Remy. okay yeah. so they so they figured it out yeah yeah oh, and then doug, you see doug from like, she stayed yeah. in even though she stayed in that relationship even though she shouldn't have yeah like he because somehow flowers. he she's it wants to kill him and he kisses her and that's all it takes yeah everything's uh, at least i'm pretty sure it's the same couple i think yeah. it is i think it. Yeah, i think they, a few of the couples show up in the restaurant at different times yeah and, yeah it's cool. Just because everybody in Paris is rich and yeah. can eat at Chef Gusto's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, so are we going to talk? Are we going to talk yeah. about Surf's so Up? So we'll pause about Ratatouille for a minute. I want you guys uh-huh. to talk about how good Surf's Up is, and then okay. we'll get into it. So I'll start if you don't. Mind. Yeah. Uh, I think that one thing that is like very good about Surf's Up, 
but it kind of covers like 80% of the things that I like about the movie mm-hmm. is that it's insanely funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I can't be like, this part, that was that was really funny. Oh, and then this part when they made the other joke, that was yeah, really funny. Just so it's many just, of them. it's, well, yes, there, there are just like tons of jokes. It's a mm-hmm. very funny movie. And it's like comedy done well. It's actually funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And it's really dense with it too. Like, yeah. they, you know. It's yeah, it's a lot, lot it's a lot of jokes. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like, oh, yeah, go ahead. There's a lot of like outright humor that's easy to catch on a lot of like subtle humor too. Yeah, yeah that's a good well. mix. There's a there's there is a lot of kind of like kid humor that was kind yeah, of like annoying the, to me. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not a kid, and if I like, you know, little kids would probably like that part more than most of the other uh, kids. Yeah. You know. But there are there is enough uh, well written jokes that it's like. Even if you hate, like, fart humor or whatever, immature humor, it's still funny. Yeah. Like, there's just such good subtlety in writing. So, yeah, you're not talking about the good parts of Surf's Up. We're talking about the good parts of Surf's Up. I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I could have gone off and talked about all the good parts about Ratatouille while you guys were talking. Well, there's not many, so, you know. <laughs> oh, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> so, go ahead, Jonathan. All right. Yeah, I I like the humor. I thought it was... Really is. I was I was laughing through the whole movie. So yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. One also good thing that separates it from like most like animated movies was the fact that it was made to look like a reality show. Yeah. Where it has all know, like, like the, the documentary. Yeah, the documentary interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, much harder uh, thing to do. Yeah. Um, sure. Sure. Um, uh, kind of trying to think of other things that I liked about it other than the fact that it was just funny. Mm-hmm. But some I do like, and this is a little bit like, I'm kind of cutting to the chase, but like, uh, I like that this, like the, the story, the moral, I guess, is like, just have fun. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about being the best all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I like that. Um, and I... But yeah, there is a but. The the but is just like. But that's not that that's not like. Hmm. You can't just have fun and then like oh yeah everything in your life is gonna be great because you're just having fun. I'm just having fun, man. You know. Mm-hmm. So like it it felt a little shallow, but that's fine. Water reference. <laughs> I would I would argue that that's uh-huh. the same. Um, same thing that Ratatouille is going for with ego, that he took his work too serious and he ne- he forgot why he got into it in the first place, was to enjoy food, to take mm-hmm. back to that moment when his mom made him food when he was having a bad day. And yeah, then, but Remy won. Cody didn't win. Oh, I don't know if he won. I mean, you know. He has his own restaurant. Yeah, he doesn't have his own restaurant. He doesn't own it. It's actually Linguini's restaurant. Yeah, but he's the chef. He's yeah, a chef at a restaurant, got, so he has a job. He also got Gusteau's restaurant closed, so... Yeah. Gusteau's dead, dude. And Linguini's the heir to it anyway, so... And then Ling, Ling, Linguini closed. owns Ratatouille. Did you see the line oh, on, the, on the outside we'll, of the... We'll get to this, because this leads into my <laughs> whole point about Remy, but we'll, we'll get to it then. Okay, so, um, yeah, I guess I just like... I like, like, the, the narrative through line. Okay. Even though it was a little shallow. Go on. Yeah. I mean, pretty much all these things that really was going for a surf's up was the humor and the fact that it was creatively done in a rat like a documentary okay yeah 
Two of the big things, yeah. yeah. I mean, let me see if I have anything written down, because, like... I mean, those points can lead into like, oh, all the negatives oh, I have about it. I did, I did write something. I did write something. The dialogue in Surf's Up is so natural. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like they're forced, like they're trying to be funny. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like they're like an improv group. Like, you know, but it does sound like the directors were like, hey, just just have have a conversation. Here, here are the key points of the conversation. This is the way that it needs to go. Just talk to each other because it sounds so natural and that's what makes it so funny hmm. and the voice acting I is great yeah. also I do like the fact that um, Big Z teaches Cody how to surf yeah mm. but he breaks him down eventually yeah good okay but, good. but that also ties into like another negative to alright 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 so now what so now um <laughs> We brawl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, now Donnie and I are just going to go back and forth talking about things we didn't like about Ratatouille. Okay, I'll uh, I'll start with this. Isn't my main like hate with the movie, but I'll start with one that was kind of a positive, but then switch to a negative. Okay. I I, I have a quick question in the interim here. Can we respond to the mm-hmm. negative stuff? Yeah. Like just like we're like we're just talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So rebuttals. I'll start with one that was kind of, like I said, it started out as a positive, but then turned into a negative, Mm -hmm. was the messaging of the movie, Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, the everybody can cook. I actually really... That's not even near close to what they said. It's not everybody can cook. That is not the message of the movie. That's... Well... Anybody. Anybody can cook. Sorry. Anybody can cook. It's actually not at all. You're right. I'm sorry. Anybody can cook. But here's the thing, is they say anybody can cook, and then at the end, they're like, well, no, it's not that anybody could cook, it's that... People could cook. People who are good at cooking could come from different places. They so it. yeah, they just change it at the end. Like well, no, well, because like, you know this thing that we were pushing the whole time. Gusteau's message to the life didn't really apply. So, no, was, it was does Gusteau apply. Just a moron or what? No. So okay, here's the thing: is that when he says anyone can cook, he's not saying you there, you can cook. You there, you can cook. Mm-hmm. He's literally saying. Like, if somebody were to come up and be like, hey, I, I like I love to cook and blah, blah, blah. And let's say that he's from this, like, really down in the dumps area or whatever. He's like, yeah, anybody can cook. Like, anyone can cook. A no. good cook can yeah. come from anywhere. But he's not that's saying... That's the message that got interpreted from Gusteau's original message of anybody can cook. Because that's what he truly believed, that anybody could cook. And then they're like, well... You're putting words in Gusteau's mouth. Because he, he didn't say... He said that. anybody could cook. That is <laughs> That is what came out of his mouth. Yeah, but... You're putting words in it. <laughs> no, ego yeah, says, I now I now it. recognize what he actually meant was not that any person, like everybody can cook. It's that a good cook can come from anywhere. Yeah, well, so the that, villain corrects Chef Gusteau. He's not the villain. I mean, he is, but he he's, at that point, he's not the villain. But you guys, like, he's kind of just putting words into Gusteau's mouth. I truly believe Gusteau just meant, like, hey, anybody can cook. Go into the kitchen. <sighs> And you just practice. Well, I mean, here's the thing, is that the narrative through line of the movie takes you to what it's trying to tell you, is that a good cook can come from anywhere. So I think that we're just fighting over semantics right now. Okay, fair enough. Which is pretty silly. But here's the other, so here's the other part of it too, is that Gusteau kept telling Remy, and this seemed to be a big part of the movie, is that um, cooks, (laughs) what is it, cooks make, cook makes, thieves take. Yeah. And that seemed like such a weird... Thing to me, because it's like yeah, the whole thief thing. Yeah, like no, 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 don't steal. As long as you cook something and make something great out of it, then it's not stealing. That's I did. Yeah, that's 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a horrible. Comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah. I did notice that. Like he comes across food at that part in the beginning when Guso tells him not to take it. Yeah. And then food will come to you, and then mm-hmm. eventually he does find food. Mm-hmm. But so when he makes an omelet in Linguini's apartment, so he's finally making food, but Linguini doesn't let him eat it, and so. Every single time that he eats food in there, he is stealing it. But that's yeah. one, yeah. one negative one. I mean, I think that that is a little bit of a weak point to make because he's a rat. Like, what's he supposed to do? Get yeah. a job and pay for food? Like, right. any yeah. well, food no, that he's I, making, he's stealing. I agree. That's a weird yeah. thing for them to be, like, caught up on. But it's yeah. also, like, a weird message to be putting out there, like, as, like, a moral thing for, like, Remy to... Yeah, they probably would have just meant her to just not tackle the whole like thief versus cook thing yeah yeah because it comes up a few times but if you think about it you're like well he's a rat yeah Yeah. so i don't know i guess we agree on that um first of all right off in the beginning it says like it's like everyone every everybody knows the best food in the world comes from france Remember at the beginning it says that the guy's french yeah yeah the guy's french and nobody no, none of the major roles of Ratatouille are played by French people. Like Colette. No, no, no. Like her voice. Like none of the major voice actors are French. That's fine. So you saying the best food comes from France? Not the best voice. I know, but actors. I'm saying like, like, of course a Frenchman is gonna say that. There's no Frenchman in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's going on here? Um, here's, okay, here's another, um... Well, the voice actors aren't French, but the characters are. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, why wouldn't you just hire French people to play French roles? Because then you wouldn't be able to understand them, dude. (laughs) Yeah, well... Dude, if it was that way, you'd be like, I cannot believe, like, just get a guy to have a French accent so I can actually understand him. Maybe, but also, like, they don't even try to, like, address the fact that everyone speaks English with a French accent. Except the rats dude, don't have a French penguins accent. penguins literally talk in service. Yeah, up. and they all sound the same, dude. No, they don't, dude. And, there's and an Australian... Free, there's an Australian and a Spanish-speaking penguin. Mm-hmm. That's because he's from... Well, Argentina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed that? Spain, dude. Yeah. Look, here, I have it written down over here. It's, there's, like... They never even try to address the fact that they're in Paris, they're in France, everyone speaks English. Except... Only most of the people have a French accent, but the rats, even though they've lived there the whole time, they have like American accents. Like they, what? When the humans hear them, they're rats, dude. Mm-hmm. So would you like to hear a bunch of rats with French accents? I think that we're just hearing. So that it's just like, would you want to hear them squeaking the whole time? <laughs> I mean, also... Yeah, because in the kitchen when the grandma's trying to shoot the rats, uh-huh. she hears the rats just squeaking. And then yeah, yeah, it yeah. Flat cuts to us being able to hear yeah. grandma right. and Emil, so... Yeah. But they're American or what? They're speaking rat, dude. <laughs> they don't have an accent. They just put a voice on them so that you can understand them. Well, then why would the guys have... Well, then why would every other character have a French accent? Okay, but, like, that is something that I've thought about. Okay. okay, like why does Linguini just have an American accent? Yeah, doesn't make a especially lot of sense. because his parents are French. Yeah, he lives in France. Yes, like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm just saying, man. I, I've thought about it. I've thought about it, right. but I just don't think that it's important at all. Yeah, <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> 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 all 
I know you don't. It's just something I noticed, dude. Yep. It's just everyone in Surf's Up speaks English, and they're just from a That's place. That's not true, dude. One of them speaks Spanish. Okay, they all speak the language <laughs> of where they're from. They all sound like they speak How what do you they know should. what Antarcticans sound like? <laughs> I'm sure that people from Antarctica don't speak English and don't have American accents. What about if it's an American base? It's just the there. consistency of it, man. It's the consistency of okay, it. Fine. Okay, go on. Yeah, that one I'm a little, I'm a little iffy on, but yeah. <laughs> all right, dude. So I'm gonna start off with I another. I have a lot, so we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna start with another small one real quick because I have one main gripe with the whole movie, yeah, I and know. a I know lot what it is. Of, yeah, and a lot of points are under that, yep. so I'm gonna save that for a little bit. But one other thing that was really weird to me in the movie, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, is randomly throughout the movie. Remy just has, like, third-person narration bits thrown in there. So at the beginning of the movie, it starts out with him, like, hey, this that's me. This is me. <laughs> yeah, and then, then, like, for half the movie, there's nothing there. And then, like, it's almost like they needed a transition in the movie. And then Remy goes back to talking to third-person, like, a narration again for a little bit. Oh, it's because he's telling a story at the table. Is it? So is the whole movie the supposed, whole to, be movie supposed to be him telling a story yeah. leading up to that? Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah. That I was like, why are they throwing random narration bits in yeah. here? I thought it was just kind of a lazy way for them to get a point across that they didn't want to show through yeah. visuals. And <laughs> I kind of stand by that a little bit. But yeah. Just um, in the beginning, Remy was like, I, I forgot his exact quote, but he's like, he's like, I'm a rat. And that means that I have it pretty rough. Yeah. The rest don't have it any worse than anyone else, man. I mean, he becomes a successful chef somehow, so he's also apparently the luck- luckiest rat in the world. Uh, I don't like that they introduced him in a freeze frame. It's like, come on, man, are we doing this? Yeah, I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that it is... It's so funny doing, like, the, this is me. You know, yeah. I love... I, I don't know. It, it's I mean, very it's cheesy. A, it's just a trope. It's, it's just a, a trope. cheesy trope, which yeah. is fine to yeah. someone notice. They never tried to explain, like, if he, if he, if Remy developed his talent or was born with it, like, there's no explanation. But then, like, when his father realizes that it's useful, Remy's, like, complaining about having to (laughs) test, like, using his nose, having to test the food that the colony's eating so it's not poisoned. Like, he just doesn't, this guy doesn't want to contribute. Dude. Yeah, don't worry, that's, yeah, that's under the yeah, rain. It's that, it's that he, I I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you were going to say this, but, like, he, he just has a really good sense of smell and taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just born with it. So if you're eating yeah. garbage all the time, mm-hmm. it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. So he wants to taste better things, and so he's like, oh, there's, like, this whole thing. There's, like, this culinary arts world. Yeah, but he almost gets a meal to the point where a meal like sees what he's saying. So it's like maybe he just needs to be less picky like a meal said. Well remember Emil when he was eating the strawberry and stuff, it was like Yeah, but he almost gets there. He's like he's like, Okay, okay, but then he loses it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So maybe I mean it's just a little training. But why would you do that if you're a rat? Just eat what you especially if you're worried about being a thief, dude. What do you care about cheeses? Anyway, um, I honestly I think Remy hates rat kind. Yeah, I think he hates rats. Um, it's no, like racist sure. towards rats. Oh yeah, for sure. No. No. When he sees a rat in the garbage of Gusto's, he grabs a knife, dude. 
and it's his brother. No, it's because it was a giant knife, dude. Dude, that's like saying if you were in an alleyway and some threatening dude came up to you and you pulled mm-hmm. out a gun or a knife to protect yourself, I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, dude, do you hate people?" Yeah, I get that, but I'm <laughs> yeah. I but I also didn't abandon my entire race to go serve another race. But he didn't abandon. He got abandoned. Okay, we should tackle this right okay, now. He no, abandoned no. the colony okay. multiple times. We'll just start with my point then. Go ahead then. Remy is one of the worst protagonists ever <laughs> in a movie. He is the most selfish character that they've ever thrown on screen. Mm-hmm. He serves nobody but himself, and mm-hmm. there is no development throughout the movie from him. Mm-hmm. Everybody else around him develops as a character. Remy stays the exact same throughout. And yeah, everybody... I, I like that the other characters develop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I they all develop. That. Every other character around him develops in some way Remy or another. Doesn't. He just stays the same, gets lucky, and then mm-hmm. just everybody kind of works in around him. I think he's the worst character ever in a movie. He's a tough protagonist to have. He is. I, I agree with that. And I know, Holden, in the past, you've mentioned that he's a flawed character, mm-hmm. which is okay. I think some of the best movies have flawed characters. The only yeah, thing is, great. is usually they learn in some ways or another how to, like, be a better person or, mm-hmm. like, how their flaws are, notice it and work on it. He does none of that. He just gets a restaurant handed to him. He gets to go make meals and everybody is all happy about Remy. He's just awful. <laughs> Well, I'll let you go out a bit before I start making points of fact, why. I thought for a second there was a moment where Remy did something redeemable, which was after somehow they magically save him from a mouse trap by dropping a gargoyle on top of where he is. <laughs> that he, I thought he was gonna like either go back to the colony or like he goes back to save the restaurant. Somehow he knows it's in peril. But he only does that because he doesn't want to go back to the rats and he's afraid of Chef Skinner, you know? Like no, he, it's because he wants to cook. He doesn't... He, he literally... Dude, he literally... They say... I cannot believe this right now. He gets out of the uh-huh. trunk mm-hmm. and then he's like, I have to go back to the restaurant. They'll, they'll fail without me. Mm-hmm. And then they go, why? And what is he? what did you think that he said? Because I don't want to go back to the rat colony. No, he says, because I'm a cook. It's that's who he is. Well, yeah, he's not gonna yeah. say that to the rat colony that he's running away from. <laughs> what is he supposed to say? Yeah. He, okay. So they could chase him down. And do you, do you, I mean, I feel like I'm uh, I'm hogging. Do you have something yeah. to say? I mean, you just can't really defend the movie. needs more of his, Remy's help than the rat colony does. I mean, the rat colony now has a new home, where is mm-hmm. in like Paris, where they have nicer food, where. Their first thought well, isn't to try and poison rats. Actually, they they the chances of getting poisoned are way higher. I mean, they literally have a store that displays dead rats because the whole purpose of the store is kill rats because it's France, it's Paris. Rats are a problem there. They have to kill them. The odds of them coming across rat poison are way higher, and they don't have anyone that can detect it. Yeah, because that guy wants to be a cook. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I'll say, okay? I agree that Remy is a selfish character. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because right. he has a dream. Okay. And he will basically do anything. He's got, like, tunnel vision for it. Yeah, he does, yeah. right? Like, I get that, okay? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that the movie is... Look at how a rat becomes a good chef. Isn't that cool? I, it doesn't matter how he got... Just look at how cool he is. No, I think that the movie is a... 
again, I'm getting a little bit too big for my bridges here because I'm not like a movie guy, but I think that it's like a, it's a narrative on creativity. It's a narrative on dreams and aspirations. It's a narrative on the underdog. It's, it's, it's not, I'm sorry. It's not about Remy. The movie is about, I don't even know what it's about, but I know that it's not about Remy. It's a, it's That's about, fair. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to just pull something I out see, of my I butt. see what you're saying. I think everything you said though is the same things that surf, Surf's Up tackles. And I think Surf's Up does a better job of tackling it by showing the underdog chasing his dreams, not giving up, doing what he wants to do in his own way of doing it. Yeah. That's then, he's pretty selfish then, too. Yeah, and then but he's much more there for his friends. Like he literally sacrifices his chances of winning to save his friend. Yeah, and so in the he end, learns, he develops, he learns how to become a team player, work with everybody. He doesn't even win, and yeah. in the end, he's happy. Yeah, that's and good. Successful. That's good. Yeah. But I mean, also, he didn't even get what he wanted. Sure. Remy did. Remy did because yeah. he just doesn't care about said, anybody. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Like he's like that's the thing is that I don't think that that makes it a bad movie. No, it's just it's part of it because the 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 main character, you know, you want a main character who, it's it's not even like, it's not even realistic. Like who who out there only has character flaws? You're like know? it's not even realistic. Rats can't even cook. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like biggest beef with this. Yeah, rats yeah. can't cook. Well, I'm sorry. What do you say? Up. It's 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 not realistic. What? Who what? Yeah, um, I forgot who I... who doesn't have character flaws, or who yeah. who only has character flaws? That's what I meant to say. Well, he he does have good character traits, though. Like he yeah. can smell and taste. Yeah, he's good at what he does. Yeah. Okay, is that a good character trait or like a good skill set? I don't know, dude. Like like if you went to a restaurant, I'm like Cody Maverick's at least funny. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. If you went to a restaurant, okay. <laughs> And you had a life-changing meal. Okay. Then you found out that the chef was a selfish guy. Mm-hmm. And then you went to another place and the food was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then you hear, oh, the chef's just the best guy ever. Are you going to be like, that? Yeah, that food is better because the chef is a really nice guy. No, it'll probably go back. What, because because he's a nice guy? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go to the place where the I'm guy is I'm also not bad. picky. What about if I found out the guy was mean to his staff or whatever? I don't want to go and support a business where the main chef yeah. is just or a horrible person. But what I'm saying is that Remy's not a horrible person. He's just he selfish. Is. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm saying he's a horrible person, <laughs> and I truly stand behind that. No, I agree that Remy is selfish, but he is helping Linguini. That's like, true. he does mm-hmm. get Linguini to own Gusto's. Like, he gets, like, the will to Linguini. He also does help get food, good food, to the rat colony. Did he do that for Linguini, or did he do that because he wanted to have a place to cook? He's, he's very way, susceptible he... to peer pressure from the big rat that's scary. Yes. And he also didn't like Chef Skinner because Chef Skinner realized this disease-riddled animal is, is a chef here in my kitchen. So he got rid of him by getting Linguini to be head chef. But it's fine. Look, we we've already agreed. Remy is um, he's a flawed he's character, and yeah. he doesn't have much character development. And that's fine. And Not that's much, fine. other other than I'm trying to think. His character. De- I, I think that I guess his character development is that he just uh, becomes a better cook, which <laughs> I, I know that that's kind of weak. Um, and 
I'll, I'll throw you a bone here. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. He, the one thing I didn't um, I didn't remember that he did that was actually pretty good of him, but I don't count this as like full development. Is mm. he saved a mill from um, the trap when a mill was going in for the cheese? Yeah. And then he kind of yeah. pushed him out of the way, but I'm not even sure. Ramy I mean, realized that was a trap that he was getting himself into. Yeah, I think why, he was just trying to pull him he... away from the cheese. Okay, shut up, dude. Shut up. I of mean, course, that's a trap. <laughs> he literally yells a meal and pushes him. He's not like my cheese. No, he knew that it was a trap. So there was that little bit, but even then, that's that's kind of weak sauce. Why did Chef Gusso die because of one bad review? He had a heart attack. And it wasn't one bad review. He lost one. He lost a he star. Lost a star because yeah. of one bad review. He's, uh, it said a scathing critique. Yeah. Also, what does it like? How much does it, money does a food critic make, dude? Because like, ego has that like. I mean, we only see one room of his his house. I'm guessing and it's a or his coffin, office. Dude. It's a huge coffin. Yeah. And also, it's like empty except for the desk and his typewriter yeah. that looks like a skull on the front. It's cool, dude. Like, where does this guy get all his money? Yeah. You know? It's not really yeah. bad or good. I'm just pointing it out. I mean. Colette's apartment looked real good for like the one second where you see her laying in bed and she's got like silk sheets mm. and she's what like a sous chef or something like that. Yeah, but she, I mean, yeah, but she is at the best restaurant in the world supposedly or whatever. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how much money. Also, Linguini has this apartment that's like it's supposed to look tiny and dingy, and then it has like the best view you could have in yeah. Paris. <laughs> hey, dude, like, yeah. I mean, there's probably places like that. Yeah, I'm sure there is. All right, so. um... Hold on, I'm looking through. Um, well, I got one yeah, go real ahead. quick. Is, uh, I is the like... fact that the main guy's name is Linguini? <laughs> His <laughs> name is Alfredo Linguini, dude. <laughs> I don't like how the movie points such a negative light on frozen mills of being accessible to more people. Oh, dude, this and then they thing. And then they burn them at the end. <laughs> yeah, and then they burn them at the end. I, Hey, man, like... That's like the middle... They burn them at like the middle. That's when yeah. Skinner gets kicked out. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. the middle. But um, yeah, I don't like that, that negative light. Oh, uh, like... so we were watching it, and he was like, "Could take those to a food bank." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big pile of real food. Yeah, yeah, yeah I the mean, frozen meals. Thing. You need to make food accessible to more people, and they paint, paint yeah. that as like one yeah, of those villainous plots. Not everyone can eat out every night. Yeah, right. yeah, they're like. Hey, you should be coming to a five-star restaurant instead of eating a frozen meal. They're like, yeah, they're I, like, you're ruining the image of this overweight chef who didn't take care of himself and had a heart attack from one bad review, and also said anybody can cook. And then at the end of the movie, you come yeah. to find out that's not what he meant. Yeah, sure. Sure, the marketing was a little racist, but you know that's the marketing. <laughs> yeah, team. That was, yeah, that was also. I also I think that it might be. I, I really don't want to say it's a metaphor because that just sounds so stupid. But I think that it might be a metaphor for like, I don't know, like for like what Disney's doing right now. You know, just like okay. putting out cheap crap instead of actually caring about making something creative. Yeah, that and, makes sense. If you're the best restaurant in Paris, you don't need to uh, yeah. have a corporation that and sells the, frozen. Yeah, also frozen food goes against... Gusto's motto of anyone can cook. It's like if an any, anyone cook and cook, mm-hmm. heating up a frozen meal isn't cooking. Well, yeah. I mean, you heat up stuff all the time. That's anyone how you cook. can cook, but, <laughs> no, Don, but Donnie doesn't have time to cook because he's working 50 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> and well, not recently, but you know. So the whole, the whole figment of his imagination. Oh, Gusto being yeah, figment. Yeah, that yeah. whole thing was another big thing for me, because like. They keep repeating, he's like, I'm just a figment of your imagination, dude. It's like, it's literally just there to validate Remy's intelligence or, like, what he thinks or his conscience. 
And then, like, at one point, he, like, nudges Remy, and Remy, like, pushes over, and I'm like, so, what kind of figment is this, dude? And it just, like, keeps coming back, and it's kind of weird, and it's every picture of Gusteau. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't like the whole figment. It's just kind of it's it's kind of like the whole thief thing. Like mm-hmm. those were both just weak things that they kept I don't know. putting I don't in the know. movie. I feel like I mean, at the end of the day you have to remember both of these movies are kids' movies. Mm-hmm. So I feel like him... I'm like Ratatouille is. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like uh this figment of of his imagination is just embodying his giving his Remy's like his conscience a shape so like his kid, interpersonal conflict yeah. yeah that way kids can more easily understand it than just yeah. some okay. random voice in the background that's perfect that's what uh, i was gonna say so i have a question for you guys mm-hmm. um so you mentioned like the coffin i know that's like one point of where it's really cool how they visual like they show things through visuals and then also when um ego kind of eats and then it flashes back to when he was a kid mm-hmm. but what are some of the other like things that make this movie I guess I don't want to say good but like you guys talked about how like Remy isn't the main like he is the main character but like the movie doesn't necessarily go through him and you're saying like there's like the narration and the cinematography Hmm. what other instances in the movie do you see that you're like yeah this is what makes this movie so great Hmm. because I don't see a single thing (laughs) <laughs> you didn't no. seriously no wow i don't know because like guess... i feel like you've mentioned in the past that there's like it's a the cinematography and it's amazing yeah. so i'm trying to figure out what shots you guys are seeing that i'm not that like just really show because you point out the coffin which is a cool but that's just one scene yeah um i did like when he comes up and sees that he's paris. been in paris and it yeah. like that's pans shot. over the whole city yeah and then he turns around and gustos is there but it's like you're telling me this one rat lived close enough to Gusteau's like this whole time. That's fine. That's just one of those like the chosen one kind of trope. But yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, like I kind of realized lately that like the chosen one story arc mm-hmm. isn't as ridiculous as I kind of made it out to be because mm-hmm. like who do you want to hear from? Or, like what story do you want to yeah, hear well, about? Yeah. The not chosen one? Uh-huh. No, you want to hear the story about the guy that did it, you know? Because that's what's cool. It's not like, yeah, dude, I right. almost got into Gusto's. And you're like, really? <laughs> like, yep. It was pretty cool. And then I just kept going back to the and rat colony and down. smelling got poison. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. Um let me see. Oh yeah, uh something that I that I wrote down that I actually thought was really uh interesting and it shows that remy is self ish <laughs> that he's selfish <laughs> but it was it was a strong point to me is when he when when linguini like lets him out of the jar and then he runs away it's like no doubt he's gonna do that he's a rat mm-hmm. rats are scared mm-hmm. of people and he just got threatened but then he's like this is my only way that i'm gonna be able to like get my dream you know so he's like so then he comes back and he's like you know what let's figure it out out," you know and i i thought that that was really good um also i i love that i don't know i love when movies have a sense of it doesn't matter how it works just just go with it because that's what makes the story awesome Mm. right like penguins surfing i'm not gonna say that that's a bad part of surf's up 
because like obviously that could never ever happen but that's the point of the movie is that it's cool right yeah. <laughs> the the fact that a chicken wins in the end is hilarious but anyway like the way in which they so naturally show how this plot is going to go how remy is going like you're like remy wants to cook but he can't cook he's a rat like how is he going to do it and with the hair thing obviously it's stupid right that doesn't make any sense but the fact that they so naturally took you from oh now he's in the vest and then you know he's like biting him all over and then he hides him in his hat and then he's walking out and then he's like oh no and he pulls his hair and then linguini's whole body's like whoa that's so cool and they didn't have to explain anything about it that's just the story yeah, no, I'm okay with, like, the unrealistic, you know, like, I, you know, like, that's, it's a kid's movie. It's fun to have, like, things like that. But yeah. you keep, you keep mentioning, like, the narration, like, Remy doesn't have to be, like, a good character for the movie to be good. And I'm trying to figure out what else do you find yeah. good about it outside I got some of, okay. more. Oh, 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 oh. Besides one, Remy. <laughs> this one is, oh, besides Remy? Oh. No, I mean, if you, you got oh, okay. anything. Sorry, I have yeah. one. I put, I love that Remy responds to the dead rats the way he does, right? Like when he comes out and he sees the, the mm-hmm. rats. Humans are dangerous. We can either hide in our homes and stay away from danger, us humans as well, or we can take the risk to put ourselves out there and like maybe get killed. You know, like, like you know, whether that's a metaphorical killing or like a literal killing, you know? And so when he's like, no, like, like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. And his dad is like, this is nature. And he's like, change is nature, dad. It's like, blows my mind. But, um, yeah, I, I like that. Um, and then the ego thing, but go ahead. I, I do, do you have anything that you want to mention? Um, I don't know. I just, the cinematography is beautiful, but also I really appreciate like the, all the attention to detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when he's looking at like, that when he's flipping through the book before it gets to the first figment of his imagination, like he sees a map of the kitchen yeah. and each character has like their the title there. Right. And then also like the dog that chases him is like a silhouette of Doug from yeah. Love. Yeah. yeah, I did like that. Yeah. And then, and then and the dog is barking. Uh, so apparently dogs can't speak English or we can't understand rats, dogs. Rats and dogs don't speak the same language. Oh. And that's the thing. Hmm. The rats aren't speaking English. They're chirping, but would you want to just listen to a movie well, yeah, where but they all... can understand mm-hmm. English and read it? Well, he can understand it. Yeah. Cause it but but that's that's one of those things where it's like <laughs> it's a movie, dude. Just let's just move on. You know. A lot of those. Um a lot of workplace sexual harassment. Yeah. Like uh What? <laughs> oh, you're telling me when uh Linguini kisses Colette and she's holding up pepper spray, that's not workplace sexual harassment? Um, well, and also uh, Remy forced both them on each other. That's a horrible thing to do. Didn't Chef Skinner drug Linguini? Just, just give him a bunch of alcohol. Even though Linguini said, no, I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. But I'm not, I'm not standing here being like Skinner is the most morally, um, like acceptable. And (laughs) now there's Linguini. It's just a bad workplace. Yeah. 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 They should close it down. Chef Skinner also he sees he's like Linguini stands up straight and like the light shines through he sees the rat in his hair and the guy is like we found some rodent DNA on his hair and he never like 
puts two and two together. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's so hard for him to catch this mouse that literally is working a full shift in his restaurant. <laughs> <clears throat> I actually have something to say about the DNA. Okay. Uh, I did some research. This movie is set in like the 1970s. So around that, that time. Was. DNA testing didn't start until 1986. Yes. Mm, so know, that lawyer is up to something no good. Yeah, <laughs> going out lies <laughs> about DNA. Just stealing people's hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's making like a statue yeah. with people's hair. They're like DNA. He's like, yeah, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's um, that's a pretty pretty big loophole. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you could you could keep going, but I got the the whole ego thing that I've been on for a while. But uh, let's hear, man. Okay, I've said this to you guys many times, but one of the things that, like, is so interesting about this movie is that, like, again, Anton Ego isn't the bad guy. Just like Remy isn't the good guy, right? It's it's a story about excellence. I think that's what it is. It's a story about excellence. It's a story about creative excellence, okay? And, like, you don't just get there by being a nice guy and having fun, right? And now, I'm saying that, like... I don't think that excellence is always what somebody like you would need to achieve, right? Like you, like you don't need to be the owner of a restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. But like just by having fun, you're not going to get there. Anyway, so just like how Remy isn't the main character, Linguini isn't the main character. The the main character is is bigger than that. I don't think that Anton Ego is the bad guy. The bad guy of the whole movie is their ego. I'm gonna let that sink in for a couple seconds because I know a lot of people listen to this and they're having some they're having a lot of things happen to their hearts right now. Mm -hmm. um, but like Remy has a huge ego. And apparently so does Linguini because now he's a gusto and he's gotta act like a gusto, you know? Uh -huh. And so he has this big ego, mm -hmm. right? And then guess who comes on screen as soon as he's like, Oh yes, the gusto part of me is blah blah blah, and he's flipping the pans around. Mm -hmm. Freaking Anton Ego comes in. To be like, oh, what, you think you're such a hot shot? And he's not. He's an imposter, right? Mm -hmm. He's an imposter and Remy is living a double life. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a lot more compelling of a main character than, you know, like, Cody. Because, like, Cody is a good guy, mm -hmm. right? That's cool. I just don't but think he's that he's... But he's very arrogant and he's very materialistic. Yeah, and then by the end of it, you know... He's like, he realizes we just like having, we just like having a good time, you know, and that's mm -hmm. great. That is one story. And mm -hmm. I, I like that story. It's a feel good film, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that Ratatouille is a feel good movie. I think it's one where you like, like makes you think about stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think you actually phrased it in a way that I've never thought of this before. Maybe this is why I hate Remy so bad. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you were changing the, no, I thought you were no, turning the leaf sorry, there. That's never, that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> So ego is like the main villain, like yeah. the egotistical behavior. Yeah. I think the reason why is because everybody kind of lets go of that ego at the end, except Remy. How? Because he still has, he's still very egotistical in his cooking. He doesn't like help from people. Like whenever Colette tries to help, he's like, no. Well, like, you don't know if that's how he is at the at the end of the movie. I mean, but there's nothing to show that he's changed. There's nothing to show that like he's taking input yeah, from so other people. So we have to assume that that's how he is. Well, then I have to assume that two years later, Code, Cody Maverick became just a raging b-hole to everybody. He was like, "I'm the best surfer on no, this block." No, because at the end of the movie, he's like, "I'm kind of done talking about yeah, myself." Yeah, he's like, man. and he's like, "I'm just here to have fun." And he sacrificed the wind to yeah. save chicken. Jerk. Yeah, but they didn't the show me that in two years he wasn't going to be a jerk. But what I'm saying is, Remy. <laughs> what was the last thing we saw Remy do? 
He's just cooking. He's just cooking. He's ahead of everybody. He's controlling everybody. He's the chef. Well, I don't know. What do you? (laughs) Something that's not. uh, You know, it's something that's that's wrong. Something that is questionable. Everybody developed and changed what they wanted. Like uh, Linguini got rid of his like ego about being like Mm. the the owner of this place. He's just doing what he wants to do. Roller skating Mm. chef. I mean, a waiter. I guess that was kind of a random. Throwing at the end, like, oh, I've always wanted to be roller skating waiter. Yeah, why can of, he? The is only, that your foot, yeah, dude? I'm trying to cross my legs. <laughs> the only thing Linguini can do is roller skate. I yeah. guess. Honestly, th- that was something that really surprised me. I was like, this guy is like literally a walking noodle. Yeah, How yeah, can yeah, he, he can roller skate? skate. He so can't even ride a bike. He can't even put his bike in his apartment where he lives. <laughs> like, he has it in his apartment. It's tiny. Yeah. yeah, but he lives there. You know, yeah, he should yeah. practice once yeah. or twice. Like, where else does he keep yeah. his bike? But yeah, and then yeah. like um, Ego, the critic, he just learns like, hey, I just need to remember that I like like eating food or I love food. I don't need mm. to be like so mm. harsh about everything. But Remy just, like I said, you never see he that. He achieves different. greatness. He just, yeah. and plus head chefs are always Here's, super egotistical. Like, Yeah, sure. Here's the thing. The message of Ratatouille is change the world, don't change yourself. And I don't agree with <laughs> is that. Is that true? Well, Remy doesn't change and. The it doesn't whole, change the, the whole, world. The whole relationship between humans and rats changes, dude. Yeah, here's that's a pretty... Here's the in thing, France, okay? of all Here, places. Here's the thing that I was worrying... I, I was thinking about. I don't think the people know that, that a rat is the chef. Do um, the people that go to that restaurant know that he's a rat? I don't think so, and that makes it worse. <laughs> it's not great. I think the hero of the film is the critic. The, or not the critic, the, um, the, the health, health inspector. Yeah, the health inspector. And you know what those rats do? They throw yeah, them in a freezer to them. die. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Just a huge villain turn at the end of the movie. I am glad that the movie realized you can't just kill off Chef Skinner and the health inspector. Yeah. So Gusto's has to be closed. Mm-hmm. That was a plus me for the movie i would have loved the movie a lot more if they would have killed him off because then it's at least consistent with remy's character <laughs> like if or they kill them off i was the, like yo this the is fact a seven that out of these 10. rats get like steamed and they wash their hands and then all of a sudden like there's no chance that they can transmit disease into the food and also he brings in like a thousand rats there's no way he can micromanage enough to cook this food like all of a sudden they all know how to cook they're all capable enough to like run a restaurant like there's so many rats doing so many things and he's walking around and he's like put that in there do that put that but it's like no there's no way he can keep up with hundreds of rats yeah each for the different tasks I, I mean that one scene was a little you know but yeah, sure. if the movie would have ended with just the start of the plague i would have loved it that would have been a great <laughs> ending to the movie <laughs> like just a twist <laughs> ending. Just isn't a kid's movie anymore. yeah, yeah. um well, Anything else before we go over to Surf's Up? Let me check real quick. Because we're, we're at about 54 minutes. we gotta, yeah, we got to wrap up We're not even up. halfway there. Uh, here's a little little trivia thing. When um, Ego is like, I want perspective. You remember that thing? I love that scene. It's and so also, good. why doesn't the waiter know what he's saying? Like, That's he's confusing, like, oh, uh, dude. Yeah, but obviously he's not ordering food. He just wants something new. Yeah, you know? no, that's fine. It's fine. I no, don't expect the waiter to. Yeah. But then he's like, that would pair nicely with the Cheval Blanc 1947. Mm-hmm. That wine literally runs like 20 grand a bottle. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, this was in the 1970s, so it would have been 30. Oh yeah. 30 years bad. old that's instead fair. of. But this movie did come out in 2007, so probably not. Yeah. That much cheaper. Um. Anyway, just the fact that Remy survives. 
running through traffic. He survives the sewer system somehow. He yeah. he 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 escapes. Would you, would you want to see a movie where he just died? Yeah, he's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rat. He's yeah. a rat trying to poison humans. Like no, he's trying. No. To... Yeah, <laughs> come on, <laughs> like, come on. Uh, he gets out of traffic. He's somehow faster than a Vespa when he's holding two pieces of paper in his mouth. Anyway, there's yeah. just a lot of physics stuff going on there, yeah. uh, which is, you know, it's fine. It's a kid's movie. I right? wasn't going to mention all of the uh, just crazy, what like, just the fact that, like, nothing in Surf's Up makes sense in the real world. Well, here's the thing. I don't expect it to unless they're trying to have humans have to obey the laws of physics and rats don't side by side, you know? Like, the penguins in Surf's Up aren't living in a human world. It's a different, it's a whole different world. Where just everyone's a penguin? Well, not everyone, but... And a chicken. (laughs) But among the penguins, they have a penguin sports network and stuff. Um, But anyway. Yeah. uh, Hold on, let's see. Donnie, you have anything else or should we move? I think I got, you know, there's just no redeeming quality about the movie. Except for the the coffin room. I mean, No one recognizes (laughs) Chef Skinner when he's literally just hiding behind a menu and he's using a different (laughs) voice. He's wearing the same outfit, too. And he's the shortest man in the whole city. Um, I don't know, man. I think that might be it. All right. You know what? Tame. Pretty tame. Mm-hmm. Just wait, man. All right, you guys want to get I don't, to Surf's Up? I don't have that many critiques of Surf's Up. I mean, weird. I guess that's the better movie. Yeah, weird. No, I just <laughs> think that I'm a lot wow. less... surprising. I'm a lot less... Um, what's the word? Wait, does, do Donnie Cynical. and I... I just to... enjoy things for what they are. Sure. Go on. Do Donnie and I need to say what we disliked about Surf's Up? And then you guys talk about... Or did we already do that? Uh... I could say one other thing that I don't like about Ratatouille. Okay. Um, I wrote... This is just something that I don't like about movies in general. It's it's like the liar revealed movie trope. I, I Are just, you saying liar because when he tells Linguini that he didn't put rosemary in the soup and he obviously did? No. <laughs> no, I'm saying liar because um, it's not the... He, he didn't necessarily lie, but he's been stealing from him. So then Linguini is like, you've been stealing? Get out of here. We're not friends anymore. I just, I don't like that trope in movies. There's always, yeah. a, there's, a, it's so often that that sort of yeah. stuff happens in movies. Yeah, and they it, can't just have a normal relationship. Yeah. Um, and then they get back together and they're like, yeah. I'm over it. Like, we're still friends. And yeah. you're supposed to be like, oh my gosh, that's what true friendship is. And it's, uh-huh. I just don't. And it is. Do you remember when he's feeding a meal and a meal tries to like see what he's seeing, but right before that he gives a meal a piece of cheese and meal just like scarps it down and he like hits him. Yeah. So I was hoping because this is Holden's one of Holden's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I I I now understand even less why you don't understand when I give you a hard time about like taking your time when you're eating <laughs> something and drinking something. Like I'm I'm not a chef. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of. But anybody can here's cook. here's here's what I said. Here's what I, here's my, you know, my thing about this this movie, this whole thing that we're doing. I said, Remy has a developed sense of taste and smell, much like someone watching the movie would need to truly appreciate it. Remy is a meta representation of the true creativity inside all those who appreciate art. Anyone can cook, not meaning any person can cook, but a great cook can come from anywhere. And then I wrote. <laughs> Remy equals Jonathan and I, Emil equals Donnie and Justin. 
Yeah, and Emil is the hero. He's yeah, he's the, the hero. Oil. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it. Yeah. I guess it's just so. like if you're an Emil person, you're not gonna like the movie. If you're a Remy person, you're gonna right. like the movie. And if you're an Emil person, because if there's only two options, you're either Remy or Emil. If you're not a Remy person, you understand. Change yourself before you try to change the world, buddy. So I don't think he's trying to change the world. I think he's just trying to be a good cook. No, I feel like the overarching story is if you have a dream of something that you really want to do, but all the odds are stacked against you, Mm -hmm. you can still accomplish that dream. Yeah. And the message of Surf's Up is even if you don't, you can still enjoy life. You can't can't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great story too. And now Donnie and I are going to share what we didn't like about Surf's Up. You go first. <laughs> so, um, the, the quote, poop joke, right? The poop joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, yeah, that was kind of whatever. But um, when Cody Maverick in the beginning, he's like, as soon as there was a, the first wave, there was the first surfer. That's just objectively false. Like, how could that happen? <laughs> yeah, like, like, they can't both spawn at the same time. But yeah. it is an arrogant 17-year-old who only cares about surfing. So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Go ahead, Donnie. That's um, it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was just so focused on hating Ratatouille that I didn't really think about what I don't like about Surf's Up. Wow. So, I, th- Brave. I think it's just a solid movie. I mean... There's nothing wrong with it. I, I got a lot. I got no? a few more things. So. You go You go for a few more. They're small things, of course, as yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just such a good it, movie. When Reggie Belafonte stands up in the hot tub, it like blurs his crotch area, but it doesn't blur anything for else the rest for of the, the movie. whole movie. Yeah. Um, so, Cody is like... When they show up in the whale, Cody's, like, surprised. He's like, you came for me, even though there's been a film crew there, like, filming him the whole time. That was one of the things. Um, Apparently, the world's surfing center, like, the Penguin World's, like, uh, chief surfing area is right next to a place called the Boneyards where surfers die. Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. You know. Um, Something that I'll say, I I think that the recording stuff like mm-hmm. it happened it doesn't happen sequentially so i think that they start the movie by introducing cody and then later on they show the story arc of mikey finding him i don't think that those oh, are like I think they that, came with the whale yeah and i think that they they talked about cody before mm. so that's actually not a bad thing about the movie okay thank you that yeah. brings up a really good thing that we'll get into later um uh Somehow Cody can scale the side of a whale. Yeah. That's kind of a little, one of those physics things. Um, He also, of course, he just happens to sulk and sit down on a, on a log that happens to be the koa wood that the best surfers in the world are made of. And it's on like a common walking path. Yeah. But I guess I thought it was on a path to like the main beach, but it's on a path to like the hidden beach that is kind of big Z's beach. So it's a little more remote than I realized when I wrote that down. Um, the final contest is kind of lazy writing. Like, of course, it's Tank Evans versus Cody and Chicken Joe. Yeah, it's so rushed. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little rushed. Yeah. Well, you know, they didn't have to drag it out. You know, it is no very, like, by-the-numbers type of movie when it comes to the whole, like, Big Z and um, Cody meeting each other. And first they're kind of like... He's like Not the, the best of friends. Yeah, and then yeah. they finally find that point where they yeah. like each other, and then they have a big fight and split up for yeah. a bit. It's the same mm-hmm. as Ratatouille. Like, it's just a played out thing that, like, tons of movies do. Yeah. So that's always kind of like a very predictable, like, yeah, oh, they're going to come together at the end. And Yeah, the story was yeah. good enough, though, that it could hinge together all of the amazing comedy. Like, yeah. the story doesn't have to be good. 
you know, yeah. for yeah, these kind of like, and it is good. It's just, yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. But <laughs> yeah, I think the story's. Good. I feel like the story is a very typical played out trope of, oh, this boy wants to go do something amazing, mm-hmm. so he leaves his family, um, tries to do it, fails, and then he just happens to stumble upon a mentor. The okay. mentor doesn't want to train him. Ends up training him. He finds mm-hmm. love along the way. Mm-hmm. He goes to and win the contest, but he. The sacrifice kind of, it. Kind of reminds me, the whole mentor thing kind of reminds me of Luke Skywalker and Yoda. I was literally just thinking yeah. that. And I know but Jonathan's I, not a big Star Wars fan. But no, I'm not the big Star Wars fan. <laughs> so I feel like it's a very typical played out trope okay. that they, the only way they, yeah, they, the humor really carries the movie and the fact mm-hmm. that it's shot like a documentary. Yeah. That's the only two things that really help help carry this movie along. <laughs> this, yeah. I mean, how do you feel, Jonathan? That, I think those two things are the only thing that really keeps some surfs up from being lost in a sea of like run-of-the-mill children's mm. movies. Interesting. I think so too. Um, right, go on. There's a few other things. We'll get to those. How do you feel about the fact that Cody? Uh, doesn't win he sacrifices himself so that his friend can win i do like that point it's cool. I, I mean still it's a trope that's common yeah. but yeah. like in cars when he and Langy mcqueen does that yeah do you like cars yeah Jonathan? Oh, anyway. so, um you said that uh the comedy and the documentary style are the only two things that separate it from being just a regular movie what separates ratatouille dude i just spent a lot of time talking Not, about how it separated. Boil it down. Not really. You just kind of said like, oh, you if you're like Remy. Sounds like you're not listening. Well, you, no, no, no. you said if you, yeah, you said if you yeah. like Remy, who's a, who's a, a selfish, egotistical thing, then you'll understand the art of the movie. And if you're like a mill, who's a loyal, yeah. Well, I guess the male rat. It's I guess it's special. something like. I guess it's something like the movie. The, like the reason why I think that Ratatouille stands out is that it's not your run of the mill. Um, like, you know, I want to be a cook, but I don't know how to, and my family doesn't want, like, okay, Coco, okay, I like Coco, but that is, like, a very played out movie, because by the end of it, he's like, all that matters is family, right? Mm -hmm. Like, sure, that's what that movie's going for, right? Family. But if we're talking about, like, that's why, this is why I think that Ratatouille stands out, is because, like, what, like, what is it? Like, what is the tangible thing about it? Like, who, and, and maybe that's the reason why you guys don't like it, but I think that that's the reason why I do like it is because it's like, it feels like there's something more to it. Like, yes, the main character is selfish, and yet he does really good things. You know, he makes good food. He makes people happy. Is that a, I mean, that's a, an okay thing to do. Yeah, I feel like Surf's Up is a movie that's made for kids but can be enjoyed by adults. Mm-hmm. Where Ratatouille is a movie made for adults that can be enjoyed by kids. Boom! That's a really, really good point. Because wow. there's, I don't know if either. I of mean, them if you boil down the storyline of Ratatouille, it's a very basic story, but they tell it in like a unique way. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is the same with Surf's Up, like the documentary yeah. film style. I mean, that's it's funnier. The yeah, that's the Matrix of the film. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's like it's like it, I don't know that'd be like saying yeah I think that the reason why you know Ratatouille is very like stand out is that it's animated 
It's like, well, yeah, that's just the way that the movie is portrayed, is that it's an animated film. Like, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a given. Like, the documentary style, they definitely didn't have to do that. No. No. But that's what's funny. It's funnier that way. Yeah. So I think that, like, think what serves up... I think it gives it, like, its personality. Even if it like, was, yeah. like, um, all the scenes were in order chronologically, like Ratatouille, I think it'd still be really funny, even if it had that going against it. Yeah, but, like, the reason why they chose to make it a documentary is not so that they could be like, this is going to help us drive home the fact that this is a movie about not trying to win all the time. And mm-hmm. trying. they chose that because it's hilarious. And it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't always makes sense like how do we see cody yeah, drowning yeah. in the water there's no camera like right. that doesn't make any sense you know um or like do they have like a fish film crew that films the sea urchin like yeah. that part is hilarious right yeah. Yeah. but it just doesn't make any sense and that that doesn't it, it's because that doesn't matter mm-hmm. because it's just trying to be funny it's a gag and that's good it's a great okay. gag i think just like when you pair the two movies we've kind of mentioned they both have similar themes of like the unlikely pairing coming together you know, yeah. making it work, and then they have that split. So they both share that same kind of thing. The mm-hmm. only difference that I see is that Surf's Up added a unique twist and personality with the documentary style and the comedy, whereas Ratatouille didn't add any. It's just a by the numbers. I don't think that's true because if Remy ended up Sorry. like, I don't know, being a really like loving guy and like, I'm just going to go back to the rat colony now. And, like, I think that family is the most important thing. And they smiled at the camera. You'd be like, well, that was a really basic movie. Well, no, but it kind of ends like that. It's just he brings his colony to the kitchen. That's why it's like everything worked out for him. Everybody in the kitchen just took their place under Remy. And his family Mm -hmm. was able to stay on the roof. And they were all able to coexist. So so, do you think that that's a good thing? Like, that the family and the restaurant are all coexisting and everything? Well, it's just it's the fact that, like, there was no development from Remy. Just everything seemed to work out for him. That's I, where I come at that with that is because yeah. then it's just like, oh, it's a happy ending for Remy because everything worked out for him. And I think it's a happy get, ending for everybody. He didn't do anything to justify it. He just, hmm. he just. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's a happy ending for everyone, but Remy didn't have to really change to get there while I, where everyone else did. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I just personally don't like that idea. I think, I think. But I also feel like that's realistic. Like not everyone has character development. I can realize they don't, everyone. but they should. Everyone should they have character because you see the dad change. You see the dad who was just that, like, I know, don't follow your dreams. Yeah, and then he was like, you know what? I want to see my son Trumper. be happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, um, are you drinking something, Jonathan? What you got there? Yeah, I'm drinking an organic fuel. Ooh, so, organic fuel. Is yeah, it good? It's really good. Would you get it, Black Rock? Ah, uh, yeah, Black Rock. I got me a little Celsius. Oh, you guys tried these? Crazy. They're pretty good, man. It's like it's sparkling, and it's pretty light kiwi guava flavor. Nice. I like it, man. It's got some caffeine in it, though. I don't know how much. Uh, what are some other things that you don't like about Surf's Up? Hmm. Well, the inconsistency with the cameras yeah. is a thing. But it's kind of, I mean, there are things we have to accept about both these movies, like rats being even capable of cooking yeah and and the camera crew um uh i don't think i have anything else so we can get into you guys's oh well, there is one last thing just the only thing big z said about faking his death and disappearing for 10 years was you know i got a little lost <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i i i guess that can be my first thing i really didn't like that big z chalked up 
like his whole return to just yeah and then this kid Cody it just felt like they were like like everybody pay attention to the main character right now because he's really important right now and it's like maybe he could have just been like yeah I was really lost and then I kind of realized what I you know whatever and then Cody can be like yeah and then Cody can be like oh wow through me Right, and we can infer that we're smart enough yeah, to infer yeah, that. That's fair. But he was like, and then this kid Cody here, yeah. it's like yeah, I'd be whatever. mad if I was the niece. Like I was like, look, yeah, I've been, I've been trying for ten years, bringing you clams every day. Yeah, you pee on one guy's foot, and now immediately he's your best friend. Yeah. All right. What what's something you don't like about it, Joe Nathan? Um, I mean, other than like the common tropes, but let me pull up my notes. Um. Oh yeah, it's crazy to me that Cody admits on camera that he just wants to use Big Z to win the competition. Mm-hmm. Like he met, like that's pretty simple. He's like, if I can get Big Z to train me, I I know I can win. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, also, how different. does he not recognize Big Z right away? Like, sure, he his, maybe he's just in denial. Yeah. Like, well, man, that guy looks I a mean, lot like Big Z. Well, he had been dead yeah. for ten years, yeah. and he is way more overweight. And, okay, also, I'm going to piggyback off that for a second. Because it takes Cody being pissed on by the guy. Uh-huh. He has to, like... See him get to the see, shop, wipe off the sand It's from like, Big what Z. is it, like 30 minutes into the movie by the time that he realizes that it's Big Z? I, yeah, probably I mean, it's probably that. like 15 minutes and into And then the second that Big Z shows up on the beach, everyone's like, yo, that's, that's Z. Big Z. How yeah. do you know? Yeah. And, like, it's not like, oh, I guess they just knew him better. Cody is literally obsessed with this yeah, guy. He's, he's big, like his he's the hero. Fan. He's the yeah. biggest deal ever, dude. Yeah. Now, what I do like... I think that can be explained, actually, real quick. Go ahead. Because when Cody meets Big Z, he's in a total state of, like, distress. He just got stung by this thing. He's coming in and out of consciousness. Mm, he has so a concussion. I, I think by the time he wakes up... He's like, well, this guy's been here. There's nothing special about this guy. I mm. saw him earlier. Maybe, yeah. And then it takes that to... But everyone sees him walk up on the beach with after, like, board. saving him yeah. with the board. Yeah. But I do understand what you're saying. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I, I wish that... I don't know if I wish that they would have revealed <laughs> Z earlier, but I'm glad that they didn't reveal him at the end of the movie because oh. I don't like that trope of, like, oh. like we're supposed to be surprised. Like... <gasps> It was yeah. Big Z all along? As like, if it's not obvious. I like that you can actually see who Big Z is mm. throughout the movie rather than like, oh, I wish I could have just known that was Big Z the whole time. That would have been mm. cool yeah. to see where he's been instead of you having Thank to like you. be all tongue-in-cheek like, well, we can't say you know that mm-hmm. he serves because, because he's not Big Z. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, they could have done that. Um, Cody abandoned his mom. Yes. Um, yeah, he abandoned his mom and his brother. Yes, yeah, his family didn't need him to poison check like Remy's family did. Well, they didn't need him. He, the, they no just didn't believe in him. That's different. Out of different. the two protagonists, neither of their families believed in them. But Cody wasn't doing anything to help. He wasn't vital for the colony's survival. And I hate, in Ratatouille, I'm sorry, but I hate how they say, well, luckily we haven't had any poison since you've been gone. That's just like the most throwaway thing. <laughs> <like. laughs> that's true. So yes, um, that's fair, Jonathan, but um, they at least didn't need yeah. him for their survival of their colony. <laughs> I put popular music doesn't equal a better soundtrack. Yeah, I also put that down. Like if you take out like the popular like mm-hmm. noticeable songs, like the soundtrack's just like kind of it just blends with yeah, but every other soundtrack. 
but I mean, it's outdated at this point. What what were your, <laughs> <laughs> what were your guys' an favorite moments of the score of Ratatouille? Lingui- uh, Remy drives a linguini. That's the part where they're in the apartment and he's writing him. He's like, I love that part. Um, I love when he is in the kitchen and everybody's like doing all the work and everything. Like the first time it shows it? Yeah, the first time. Well, there's that. And then there's also mm-hmm. when he's there with all the rats and it's like triumphant. Like there's like these big horns and like it's like this oh, big movement. Oh, all the rats. All the rats. Okay. Um, I like it whenever he's scurrying. It's like... I love that. I've listened to this sound Like I have the soundtrack on vinyl. Like I love this score. It's Michael Giacchino. You know, you've noticed a lot more of it than most people would. Yeah, Michael Giacchino is like my favorite composer and he did Ratatouille and it's incredible. I wouldn't say incredible. I think it is good. He did The Incredibles too. There are some moments that I really liked and noticed, but... Yeah, I mean, it stands out. I don't think, I don't think that any of the score from Ratatouille in any scene, even the ones that I really liked and noticed, feel as good as when that Green Day song kicks in and surfs up, dude. It just feels. But see, that's what's what's wrong popular, with using a, a a popular song though. But the problem is the popular music carries the soundtrack. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's it doesn't compliment like that last. It takes song. me out of the moment. Like what? the last yeah. song in Ratatouille, La Festin. Yeah. Like, sure, that's a popular French song. Yeah, that's like... But it comp- they have to use that French song. No, that was made I get for, it. Oh, it for was. the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not an original. It's an original to Ratatouille. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was written for, Rat- for Ratatouille. Um, See, it has an original... <laughs> Like remember, you didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just I'll just cut that part out now. Yeah. Dude, didn't know yeah. that. Um, uh, also, I think that a good soundtrack is something that is it's part of the movie. It's like the movie is the soundtrack in a way, right? Not one hundred percent, but like as you're watching the movie, it's it's taking you through, and it's almost like you don't even have to notice that it's there. It's just taking you through it, right? And then in the middle of, you know, surfs up, it's just like they're surfing, it's like, upside down, and I'm like, dude, I don't want to be, you know, like, it's fun, it's, you yeah. know, whatever, but like, like, could you not make something that makes this moment work? You know, you're just like, guys, you, you like Green Day? Let's well, play some Green Day! Do you, you like, do you like the songs that they played? Like, would are those songs that you would listen to just like outside of a movie, like would you listen to those or the, is that not your type in of what? music? In surfs up. That yeah, that's not really my kind of music. Do you think that plays a part in it? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, it does. Um I think that like if somebody likes that kind of music, they're gonna be like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know? So that's probably biased. I got you. No, I yeah, I just wanted to Yeah. Um Should we play the Ratatouille soundtrack over Surf's Up next time and see if it changes your perspective on the movie? That'd be awesome, dude. As they're as they're yeah. surfing, it's just the like French. French music. Well, we switch the soundtracks. We have surfs up over Ratatouille. And oh, see if that dude, changes there's so much more music in Ratatouille. Green Day, while Linguini's learning how to. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this is something that like I don't expect any more from from Surfs Up because it's a kids movie. It's a comedy, mm-hmm. but like the bad guy. He's just bad. Like he's like he's just, he's just a jerk. Arrogant. You know, yeah. he's like that's his yeah. whole character trait is that he's that. But that's funny. 
you know, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, the, the guy who's, like, the promoter. Like, I feel oh, like... Reggie Belafonte. Like, pretty much every character in the movie is extremely shallow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, they're there to serve a purpose. You know? Yeah, the Girl d- is pretty. A Big Z, good surfer. Uh, Cody wants to win. Well, Cody and Big Z do definitely go through some character development. I'll say everybody else. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. That's <laughs> but fair. I personally think... Uh, I mean, it's just what do you want? Do you want the main character to never change and not have any character development, or do you want the main character and and another, you know, major character uh, have a lot of character development and it doesn't focus as much on the other people? Yeah, I guess that it, that that it's, is it's true. Kind of Remy and except kind for of Remy is the only character that doesn't have a lot of change and every other character has tons of change. They do have change, but Chef I Skinner. feel like they're, and they're still extremely complex. I, mean, Chef Skinner I don't think they're really... that complex. I feel they're all pretty somewhat shallow, but they do have development. Like the dad is just the stereotypical no, oh, yeah, don't chase your dreams. <laughs> the yeah. the Does um, Chef Skinner, Skinner have any character development or cuz he's just kind of a Well, he's just kind of blatantly like his flaws like, are evil. just there the whole movie like I don't think he really changes. Even after tasting the really amazing have... ratatouille, he gets thrown in there and then he gets out and he's like, so how rats in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. I, we don't see that part, but we're guessing. So I, would, I, I say even though that the uh, side characters in ratatouille, ratatouille have uh, character development, I don't think they're really, um, like, I still think they're shallow. Hmm. Side characters. Like, Colette, we don't, Colette's the only one I think that has a really good, like, like character arc and how she, you know, you can kind of see like everything yeah. that she goes also, through. Also, she's such a strong she, female. She is a good character. I she think she introduces really all of the, all of the other um, chefs and how her. tough yeah. they are, like how crazy their lives have been. But she's also like, I'm the toughest one in this kitchen. Well, I mean, none of them are almost stabbing Linguini. Yeah, <laughs> you I will know? say like, that's a positive attitude. Colette is a really good character. She's a great character, but You're everybody really? else in there. Um, Besides the male, Justin's like, Justin's like, can you stop doing it? You're kind of hurt. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> um, something else I put. Uh, let's get see. Him, oh yeah, how how does Cody know so much about serving? Does do they have a TV in Antarctica? He watched Big Z on the TV. Well, that's what I'm asking. How yeah, did he do that? He, I guess he had to have. They have penguin TVs. Right. Um, I don't like the penguins and Chicken Joe's plot. I think it's really childish. Like that was like that. That was like the I like to move it, move it guy from Madagascar. Like it was just for the kids, you know. When they were like, you know, they're like Jiggy, Jiggy, or whatever. They're just I'll like making, what, dude, they're the my minions. Grandpa, my grandpa thought Chicken Joe was so funny, dude. He's he's like he's like. Chicken Joseph, it's long for Joe. Like that line killed my grandpa, dude. It's so funny to see him love that. Yeah. That bar. Um, how did? Oh, this is something that I wrote down, but then I I saw. I, I don't know. Like, just the the what's it called? Uh, ex machina, of like just having the person there exactly at the right time to save them at just the right time. It's like how did Z? Z how did Z get out to the rock? Nobody saw that he was going out there. Mm. You know, I like, mean, I don't know if you would have, because everyone's focused. Everyone's focused on the fact that um, they're, they're going into. Yeah, what do they call him? 
Tank Evans. Shank? What, what do they call him? Skank. Skank. Stank. Stank. Yeah. yeah. I love when, when he, like, actually gets a little hurt by Cody's insults. Yeah. Like, he's like, pecker face. He's, he's like, like pecker face. <laughs> like, he yeah. actually doesn't like it. Uh, and then my last critique is that the chicken talks, but the seagulls squawk. <laughs> well, doesn't make any sense. Every like other bird said, except for the seagull. Yeah. I mean, does does he ever make a normal chicken noise? Nope. Or do any of them? Nope. No. <laughs> but dude, here like I was laughing a lot at this movie, and there was tons of moments. Even though you didn't want to. No, I did. All it's right. a funny movie, but like that's the thing is that that's what it is. It's a funny movie, but that's why I like Ratatouille more is that it's complex. Yeah, but I also just like the message of Surf's Up more. Like just have a good like like don't try and be the best all yeah, the don't, time. Don't don't focus so much on, don't have tunnel vision for the for the one goal, because even if you accomplish it, the things you sacrifice along the way, it's not going to be worth it, and you're not going to. It's it's like the I'll finally be happy thing. Yeah, yeah. we actually we used to say that. I think that that podcast. is true for most people, but some people who are truly great at something. I, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, the best possible thing, but, like, it is an interesting story to see somebody be like, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to it do is interesting, this thing. Yeah. I'll give you, you know? That. It's a good story. I, I, uh, well, I, do you guys have anything else major to, no. we can get into the, the finals here. I just got one thing. It's just really short. Penguins are like, likable. Rats are not. That's an <laughs> um, yeah. interesting point, dude. Rats are pest. Yeah. Yeah. I like penguins. a penguin. Well, I go to a zoo, I get happy to see, see a penguin. That's another thing, is that like the fact that Remy is a rat, like if he was a dog, it wouldn't make any sense because like okay, I get what 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 is it? What, like what's the significance of a dog cooking? But rats are the last thing you'd expect to cook. Oh no, I get it. I just Penguins? Like why are they the ones that we chose to surf? Because they awesome. swim. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they swim and they kind of surf anyway. Like yeah, they go on their belly and yeah. So it's something that they're capable of, as opposed to a rat cooking. But that's thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. You just proved my point. Go on. Uh, I wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, here's what here's what we're gonna do. We've got a few like um, a few things that can be good about a movie. And we're just going to debate which one takes the cake for these different bullet points. So, most beautiful. Ratatouille. Surf's up. Ratatouille. Surf's up just looks prettier. I mean, it's just... Are you serious? Yeah. Something I wrote in mind is that, like, even before we watched Surf's Up, I was like, the animation is better for Ratatouille. Like, 100%. I think Surf's Up just overall is a much more appealing movie to look at. I think... What? Um, Dude, there's one set. There's one set. I it's like, just beach. I feel the same as like Ratatouille. It's just, oh, it's dark and there's lights everywhere. That's basically the whole movie. Just like a kitchen that's like lit up, you know, just lit up everywhere else around. It's dark. Then you got in the I city. I don't know if I agree with Donnie on this. That's how I feel when I, it all looks the same to me. I mean, Surf's Up is a very bright, vibrant movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, but Ratatouille is like a lot of like darker, muted colors, but yeah, still that's... a lot of texture. A lot of like variety. And yeah, I colors. think it's the texture. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not so like good. the animation of Surf's Up is bad by any means. No, I was surprised yeah. at how good. And it like worked. the water and everything, that's really hard to do. Um, especially when they like switch to a quote unquote GoPro and it like splashes yeah. over it. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but like the like the bread in Ratatouille, you can see the like sponginess of it. And yeah, yeah. I do think 
Um, I do think Ratatouille is more beautiful. I'm mm. sorry, Donnie. Ah. Now here's the next one. Most heartwarming. Surf's up. It's got to be Surf's up. Dude. I. It's just I'm, more of a feel good movie. What What's your vote? Which is what you said earlier, right? I think that I think the Surf's up might be more heartwarming. But then again, it's not like they're. It's not like Ratatouille isn't. No. It's just. Surf's Up tried to be more heartwarming, I think. I don't think Ratatouille tried to be more as heartwarming. I think so, I think so as well. Jonathan? I'm going to have to go with Ratatouille. As okay. I, Surf's Up is heartwarming, but I feel like they... That was like their whole point. Like, oh, the ending has to be heartwarming. Mm. So Ratatouille is heartwarming through the pain and the diversity and the yeah. and the subjugation the the subjugation the uh institutionalized pestism <laughs> <laughs> no i feel like surf's up tried a little bit too hard mm. to be heartwarming interesting and mm. to me that was a little off-putting and like of course he got the girl even though she was like way out of his league i don't know what she sees in cody he's like a 17 year old kid how old is she She's got to be the same age because it showed her like when Big Z was still a surfer, being a little girl, and then that. It's was, only like, been ten years. years. Okay. Um, the timeline. The, okay, this is a whole another thing actually. It's just how they handle the timeline and surfs up. It's just way more complex with the whole documentary style and the weaving all the stories together with yeah. Chicken Joe. It's very well done, and it's not even really that confusing. I was confused about the beginning, which I would say maybe is the most confusing part. Just when he says, like, you came all the way out here for me. Um, But other than that, I think they nailed it in terms of just the the different, like, physical cameras that exist in the world, having different shots, putting it all together. And Ratatouille didn't try to do that, but still it's like a – it's just an impressive thing that Surf's Up did. Yeah. But um, to me, Ratatouille was more heartwarming in a realistic way, hmm. which appeals to me more. Yeah, I feel Mm -hmm. that. Here's something I'm going to say. If this is going to be some sort of thing where we're going to vote on all these things and then whichever one gets the most votes Mm -hmm. is like the better movie. Okay, good. Because like you could just choose all the things that you like. Because I was the one that wrote down all. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're like funniest. We're like, dude, why would you do it? Literally, my next one really? is funniest. Well, of dude. course it surfs yeah, up, but yeah. we're not looking at two comedy movies. Yeah, but you guys know that even besides these two movies, I value humor in a movie so much. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I... Even I, if it's just one small scene that it most can redeem miss. a whole movie for me. Dude. Yeah. I'll watch that movie again just for the one funny scene. We're talking, talking about Quantumania, Quantum yeah. but whatever. Go, is hilarious. Move on. But I think we all agree Surf's Up is funnier. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah. of course, nobody yeah, yeah. nobody in their right mind would say that Ratatouille is funnier. Yeah. Because that's not what it's going for. Right. No, Surf's Up had me laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. A good, it's a funny movie. Okay, more meaningful message. Ratatouille. 100%. Surf's Up. Ratatouille. <laughs> is Man, sur- are you saying Surf's Up? up? Okay. Because Ty. I really don't like the idea of... Like Greatness. the tunnel vision. What's the next one? The tunnel <laughs> vision. Focus on your goals. The world should change around you. You don't have to change. He's being the change he wants to see in the world. No, he's not. He doesn't change, dude. Yeah, you have to change. to be the change. You have to change, man. You That's know not who's true. Being the change. That's not true at all. You can just be different. Because he's different. He wants to cook. He wants to be a rat that cooks. You don't have to like if I am right right well, now. Yeah, I want to be the change. Is, like I want to be the change I 
see in the world. Let's say that I want to <laughs> make the change of racism. I'm not racist. Do I need to change and become racist to stop racism? No, but you are racist, and you do need to be less racist. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> what stops Remy from becoming ego down the line? Because what you're saying is that you should just keep focusing on what you love mm. without the joy, and that's eventually what took ego out of it and became such a harsh critic, is he forgot why he loved food in the first place, and he just got so... I think it's where he comes from. Like, he knows his roots. I mean, unless he forgets his roots, unless he forgets that he's a rat. I don't know. Maybe I, he forgets that he's a rat at some point. What but. I like about Surf's Up is that <laughs> he... doesn't he, want to be a rat. I'll give him that. Surf's Up says, like, hey, you could um, chase your dream and your passion. Like, what you guys are doing podcasting. But, like, mm. they're also saying, like, remember why you do it and that you enjoy it and you love it. Yeah. First and foremost, don't make it become a thing where you take the passion and the love yeah. out of it. So that's why I like Surf's Up. It's not by any means necessary. Yeah, like... Yeah. Here's the thing, though. There could be a Ratatouille 2, and it would be good. Surf's Up 2 sucks mm -hmm. really bad. Because where do you take it? Where do you take Ratatouille 2? Maybe he becomes ego. Maybe he starts to have to like remember okay, where that, he came that from. That's an interesting that story. That doesn't mean that they couldn't have made a good sequel to Surf's Up. They just didn't. <laughs> What's the like, sequel they to could Surf's also, Up 2? They could also make a really bad sequel to Ratatouille. Well, now they could. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> So, yeah. I, I mean... Um, yeah, next. Well, we didn't really come to a more meaningful message. I just, I, just I like the personal responsibility. I'm, I'm not going to bend a knee to this, dude. Weird, yeah. man. You really just would sacrifice I'm whatever. Not, by hold, any on, means hold on, hold on. I'm not saying that but I want to, to be change. Remy. I'm not saying I want to be Remy. I'm saying that it's more meaningful. Like, the whole story of Ratatouille is more meaningful than... You really want to you you want to be a uh, uh, you want to win so much. It's not about winning. It's about having fun. Mm -hmm. That's a very like that's yeah that's meaningful. But I think that the meaning behind Ratatouille is greater. I think that it's more. Um, What's the avant garde? Meaning? I'm just kidding. What's the meaning behind it though? Oh, <laughs> dude, I've been I've been literally doing mental gymnastics trying to figure that out this entire time. Well, here's the thing though, because yes, anyone can cook. Go on. <laughs> Yes, in the surf's up, it's like, it's like, um, don't care so much about winning. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. But also in the story, the one who cares the least does win, Chicken Joe. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's just having fun and he does win. Yeah. So it's not saying that like... So it's saying if you have fun, you will always get what you want. No, because Cody doesn't win and he only has fun in the end. It's he has just, fun? It's... Yeah. When he's fighting with Stank or whatever. Well, by the, well, by the end, he doesn't, he doesn't care yeah, he about says, Oh, yeah, like, he's just happy to be surf. in the tube. Let's yeah. just go surf and yeah. enjoy what we do and enjoy life. Like, yeah. let's Do you think that Remy's not having not enjoying what he does? No. Oh, I think he is. <laughs> I don't think he can enjoy anything, dude. What does he enjoy besides his own, his own creation and okay. ego? He loves the cooking. Let's put it in this That's perspective. That's what he enjoys. Let's put it in this perspective. These movies for... They came out for kids. I mean, you adults could enjoy them, but they're for they're kids. They're marketed toward children. So what is more meaningful for a child? A super complex, who knows what it's about, Ratatouille? Or surfs up where a clear message of like, hey kids, follow your dreams and passions, but remember that you love them. Don't, don't do it just for like, you know, I want to win everything. If you get lost in the sauce, you're losing. I think, <laughs> that, I think that Ratatouille... It talks about getting lost in the sauce through Ego's character arc, right? Okay, and then he fair. is redeemed. Mm -hmm. And it has the thing of anyone can cook, even though it seems like 
the deck is stacked against you, even though it seems like it will literally be impossible because you're a rat and you want to cook, anyone can cook. You can do it, right? Everybody in this penguin universe surfs. Not everybody. There's a lot of spectators that not, aren't surfing. Yeah, but they but don't they all go... I mean, on that island, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's why they're there, for the competition. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, next. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. This, I just want to ask you this real mm. quick. The whole ego being the villain, like, not its ego yeah, overall. Yeah. Did you actually, when you watched the movie the first time, come away saying, like, wow, that is the main villain? Or did you watch, like, a video on YouTube that broke it I down? I watched a video that broke it down, but that's very <laughs> interesting. Like, okay, like, when you look at a piece of art, okay, mm-hmm. in the Louvre, are you going to be, like, I mean, let's talk about, like, what's a really complex piece of art that's in the Louvre or something like uh, that? Starry Night. Starry Night. I don't know anything about Starry Night. Let's talk about... I was thinking of one particular art piece. I was hoping you were going to say it. Let's talk about, like, The Last Supper. <laughs> just you know, just The Last Supper. Yeah. Jesus in the middle. There's a bunch okay. of apostles on the yeah. side. It's, like, this crazy... How many? I don't know. I'm just getting 12. <laughs> but, but, like, there's all these people. Are you going to look at that and be like, wow, I really love that this is here and this is here, and you're going to put all these pieces together of, like, yeah, and look, uh, this... Uh, 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 Judas has a like thing of like silver pieces. Wow, very interesting. And look how he's turning his head to the left. And back in that time, that that was a sign of like deceit. No, uh, some guy that's going to come around that uh, knows art is going to be like, hey, notice that. And you're going to be like, oh, I can't talk about that at parties because somebody just told me about it. I can't learn things. Yeah, well, no, that's that's fair. <laughs> but for like when we going back to like these are marketed towards kids. Kids aren't going to pick up on Marketed. That. Marketed towards children. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying that Ratatouille is a movie... Well, that's why Jonathan said that Ratatouille is a movie made for adults that can be appreciated by children. Yeah. yeah but... I would rather show my kids the, any movie that has surfs up message about just living in the moment and being present mm. as opposed to a movie that has Ratatouille's message, which is there is a chance that you could be the next Gordon Ramsay. Hmm. Because the just statistical odds of that, if my kids are enjoying life, even if they're not the next big thing, that's just way better. As a parent, I think that that's more important than telling them you can be whoever you want to be. Don't let anyone get in your way by any means necessary. If you want to do something, do it. <laughs> Remy isn't like a bulldozer <laughs> he's I mean, not destroying everybody in his wake no, just everybody ends up in a good place by sheer luck yeah i mean he just abandons you know he uses linguini he abandons his family yeah he uses colette yeah he ruins uh skinner's reputation he's kind of a traumatizes uh, uh well, skinner deserves it he was a jerk skinner deserves it yeah all right so Next. we're just not going to agree on more meaningful messages no, no way. donnie and i clearly so, most relatable. Oh, gosh. I relate with Remy's character more. Because you're selfish. Because you don't want to change. <laughs> well, uh, no, it's not. I don't, I don't know if Remy doesn't want to change. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I mean, if we're, if, if we're getting personal here, like, okay. I've been a selfish person okay. in the past. And, like, I've been living the double lie. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's what, like, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, like, I think that more relatable is up to the person relating. Like, it's not that I can just say Remy is a more relatable character. Cause if you haven't gone through what Remy is going through, then he's not relatable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I just think it's easier to learn to have a good time. Um, and uh, But it's also about the journey. It's not just about the, I, the, the moral. Yeah, but I, I relate more to um, the self-awareness of realizing that you're hurting those around you for a trophy as opposed to get the trophy by any means necessary. Mm, sure. What do you think, Donnie? I was actually, well, you kind of sold me on that there, but what I was going to say is I feel like as a child, like a young adult, like teenager, going up that surf up is more relatable, and then as an adult, Ratatouille is probably a little bit more relatable yeah. with its complexity and stuff. Like but, adult themes. But, yeah, more adult themes because you're following, like, adults in the yeah. movie, but um, but I, I still do agree with Justin that surf up, it, the it's just mu- being much more relatable not to, like, throw people underneath or kind of just like, hey, I want to get to my goal no matter what it yeah. does to people around me, whereas Surf's Up is more like, hey, don't drag people down just because you want to get to your goal if yeah. that you truly care about them. Yeah. yeah. But I also feel like if you want to be the best, you, sometimes you do have to make hard decisions and, yeah. like, make sacrifices. Yeah. But then you just sit there at the end. It's like the whole, is Michael Jordan happy? Like, well, yeah, he did all that stuff. Who made the but... ultimate sacrifice? It was Cody Maverick. He sacrificed the trophy for to save Chicken Joe from Tank Evans. Sure. Yeah. What did, Re, what did uh, Remy sacrifice? What did he sacrifice? Well, the thing is, is that <laughs> Remy <laughs> to the poison loves cooking. Mm-hmm. Like, would would you like to see an end of the movie where Remy is depressed, not cooking? <laughs> He's like, and then I never cooked again because my family really needed me, and so that's just a dream that has to die with um, with me. No, but in is he two I years mean, from now? Remy could have kept. Like the health inspector and Skinner locked up, so he could keep Gusto's. He could have killed him. Yeah, but he chose to let him go, knowing that they would close the restaurant. Ultimate okay, sacrifice yeah, of his he, favorite restaurant. Yeah, but saying saying that he didn't, and then he kill ended up winning in the end. <laughs> saying that he didn't kill two characters when he could have isn't saying that he's morally like yeah it's <laughs> plausible like, good yeah. for you yeah yeah um like that's the baseline yeah. of goodness he don't kill, kill people he yeah um oh, i just had some i forgot hey well remy throughout the movie like all the things happen because of him like he gets it he puts his brother in danger because he wants to spice up his food in the, the old granny's kitchen and that just, He's just ne- having fun. That just he, never changes throughout. I don't it's think just, that he was trying to get this struck by present. lightning. <laughs> yeah, also, how did they survive that, dude? Uh, I mean... That's really easy. Just, yeah. you know... Oh, okay. Just take it like a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be a man. You're like, that's the message. Yeah. Be a man. So, um, also, Remy, we see him, like, foraging and finding literal ingredients, like, just... In the garden, or not even the garden, just the backyard of the garden. Yeah, but he can't find saffron. But he can't find saffron, but he found enough to cook. He could have just cooked for the colony. See, see, that's that's where, that's, he's not, he doesn't want to just cook. He wants to be great. That's the thing, is that he knows that he can be great. We're reaching on two hours. Um, We should probably wrap it up. We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> okay. This is an important episode, and it's a bonus episode. You know, it's going to be skipped over. What does bonus episode mean? It's, it's, um, we're not going to miss a week, and this is just going to come out extra. Oh, okay. 
This it. is going to come out at the at eleven fifty nine at the end of twenty twenty three. Got it. This will wrap up the year. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um. All right. So, uh, better love story. Uh, Donnie, you go first. Surf's up. What? <laughs> what? I truly believe that the love story in Ratatouille should have been Remy and um, what's the chick's name? Colette. Colette. Remy and Colette. I feel like that was the true. <laughs> like, they have the like tension. The B movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have the tension throughout the movie and kind of yeah. like and. Yeah. It or him have... and Skinner. <laughs> you know what? I I disagree one like one hundred percent wholeheartedly because Zoe De Chanel in Surfs Up, her character was pretty much only there to be eye candy for um for Cody. Like she was just there to be the girl that got got. Yeah. Where Colette was her own character, and the fact like you don't really even know like. Oh, you do because they kiss. Um, but like, you don't care. Though, their relationship, together. like, it doesn't. It's not like Annie got the girl. It's like, yeah, it just seems like that would be natural because I guess she fell in love with him. Because he kissed her. Yeah. Well, like, that's how that's how surfs up is too, though. It's not like it's like the main thing. It's just like, oh, they are bonding over something. But also, she's the only family of Big Z, and she's the only lifeguard. She's pretty important in the yeah. world. I don't. Know. I I like. I, I don't even know if if. Um, it's not that I like the love story of Ratatouille more because I just don't think it's very important to the plot. Yeah. Um, but I you, am not a huge fan of. The, I don't. I don't really like either of them. No, I don't think they're, they're both very pretty important. bad. But I feel yeah. like Surf's Up actually. She does also teach. Colette's character is better than Zoe Deschanel. Go she on. teaches Cody an important lesson with the like the underground surfing thing. Like she just she like pushes him into this. Well, it's not about winning. She's like, she's those like, no, leaves, she's like, let go. You have to let go. Those leaves would have deteriorated. Well, instantly. yeah, they're birds though. They're pretty yeah. light. <laughs> All right, flightless birds. Yeah, like she does. She does push Cody towards his ultimate character development, and she's a lifeguard, and she's the only family of Big Z. She's pretty important. She's more important to the plot than Colette is, and I'm not saying that means it's a better love story. I'm just saying. There's a love story sure. there where Ratatouille is just kind of like, oh, we need to get the guy and the girl together. Because she hated him one minute, and then the next minute she was like, you're an all right dude. You know that Linguini? Yeah. Also, he's like, my in, my inspiration is Colette. When she has done hardly anything for her. Yeah, that's his ego. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nothing to do with the love story. Because, like, what's he going to say? The rat. There's <laughs> a rat. Yeah. You should have. Yeah. Should have, but he chickened out. I think Remy and Colette should have got together. That All right. Have, yeah, that would have made that. And then it ends with the plague. Oh, <laughs> and, they oh. kill, and they kill the chef Skinner. Yeah. And the yeah. Um, um. Best voice acting. Ratatouille. 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 Okay. Yeah. I think Shia LaBeouf absolutely killed it. We might be able to hear that he. Not up, that Surf Up has bad voice acting. I feel like they're really. Jeff Bridges. Killed it too. Killed it. Yeah. Uh, the Napoleon Dynamite. I forget his name yeah. for Chicken Joe. They're both. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah, I think so, dude. Yeah. I wish they would have gone with a different guy. Really? Yeah, he was like halfway there to me. He just was supposed to sound like a stoner. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you gotta think of the time that was like the. But you the also thing. Thing. Yeah. you also yeah. didn't like Chicken Joe that much anyway. I didn't. He was pretty childish. Well, uh, he. Mm. Yeah, it was just like to me. It, it, it just I I didn't laugh at Chicken Joe. What's like, ever. what's the is Chicken Joe and Emil are the same character? No, because Chicken Joe doesn't get doesn't ruin anything. Emil doesn't really ruin anything as much as Remy does, but that's a different 
Well, yeah. Emil, what, what I don't like about Emil's character is that without him, like, the most important parts of the movie doesn't happen. He's like the linchpin of the entire thing, and mm-hmm. I just wish that it wouldn't be like, Emil's stupid, so here we are. You know, like, I well, wish also, it would have been done a little bit more right, creatively. They address the fact that the penguins of the island do capture Cody Maverick. He's spending all his time out in the jungle. He's going to get captured eventually, and Chicken Joe saves him because he's gone on this journey. And he also is the one that helps Cody get onto the whale. I think they're the same character. Maybe. They're both linchpins that are just innocent characters, um, and they they you don't think they add that much to the plot, but they do. It's kind of yeah. like R two D two, but um, Chicken Joe's funnier. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, best supporting role. <laughs> uh, anyway, the voice yeah. acting. I think uh, who's the guy that does Linguini? I he's like kind of a not really anybody. He's just, just like for his, that role alone. I think I, I you know I'm fine giving it to Red. You know who else he is? Huh. You know in the Incredibles, the teacher that's like right there. You see that tack? You know where, really? where it's the same guy. Oh, and he goes, that's hilarious. He's like he's a rat. He's a filthy rat. You know? Uh-huh. Oh, dude, it's awesome. I think in Surf's Up, you hear the actors, and that's why I chose Ratatouille because you hear Jeff Bridges, you hear Zoe Deschanel, you hear like whereas yeah. Ratatouille, it's an all star cast. Whereas it, Ratatouille, is. it's just like it sounds like these are the characters. Yeah, like, they didn't even pick. Like, People when I hear the the guy <laughs> that plays Remy, when I hear him in other stuff, I hear Remy. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't even I don't even really hear Shia LaBeouf. Once you sur- told me who it was, I only did. I just thought of Transformers. He just did such a good job. He did a great job. He's hilarious. Um, best casting? I think, sir, just because... Um, I just Jeff Bridges, Shia LaBeouf. They just they did so. Well, good. Are we talking about most famous <laughs> people, or are we no, talking no. about? I I think the, here's the thing. Who else besides Linguini like really knocked it out of the park? In Colette, she's great. I think Colette did good. Yeah, yeah. she did good. Even Remy is great. Yeah, I think we did fine. That ego did good too. Yeah, he's great. You're like, yeah, ego did good too. <laughs> You're like, okay, actually, never mind. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd go with Ratatouille for best cast because it's not. It's not like they just went to big actors and were like, I feel like you'd be great for this. They were like, who sounds like Remy? Who would be best for Remy, you know? Mm. Yeah, and yeah, but I don't feel like I don't feel like there's a role in Surf's Up that's filled by a famous person where it's like that didn't add anything or that even subtracted from it. Mikey the Bird sounds like a girl, dude. I don't know who the actor is, but I... I think that's a you thing, because you also yeah. think Eddie from... Or, Double, Double D, D is a girl. You yeah. also thought Carl you know Weezer. Who you thought Carl Weezer. Was I thought Carl girl. Weezer was a girl. Oh, as yeah, a kid. You're, you're so really that's dropping a whole your stock here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I just want more female <laughs> representation uh-huh. in media. Great. Uh, personally, yeah. um, right, and so I just kind of gave, <laughs> I kind of just gave the the casting directors, you know, a little bit more credit than they <laughs> <Yeah>. deserve. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and better animation. I'm giving it to Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about the soundtrack, universe building, like world building. Oh, I mean, I guess it's just <laughs> France. So I guess universe building. I'd have to give it to Surf's Up because it's more creative. Surf's Up, yeah, because, like, they do a good job of, like, showing, like, that the world is lived in. Like, they got the whole Penguin Sports Center thing going yeah. on and kind of just how that all works. And, ca- like, even if you stayed just on the beach where things were, you didn't go to Antarctica or, like, show other places, I feel like they do a better job of showing that world is lived in by, like, yeah. 
all the people there. So yep, yeah, I agree with that. So um, one last thing, we talked about this a lot. Main character showdown. It kind of feels like we all realize Cody's a, a better protagonist. He's a nicer one, but I don't think he's a better. Well, one. Uh, I mean, I want the main character to go through character development. Yeah. Sure. That's, so, and that's Ruby, good for you. And so, Ruby did not. Holden, you mentioned that Emil is the reason like a bunch of things happen in Ratatouille, but when they're in the old lady's house, it's Remy, first of all, putting them in there so he could spice up his food, but mm-hmm. then also like he has to watch the TV. He's not thinking about things, and that's what ends up yeah. leaving the whole colony to have to leave. Here's what flee. I'm saying. I think that it is silly that Linguini finds out that Remy has been stealing from the kitchen and lying to him this entire time. To have Emil just be fat and eat a lot of grapes yeah. and slip and uh-oh, now he's a great machine gun and hits Remy in the back of the head or Linguini in the back of the head. I just think that it's like, uh, does that really have to be what it is? That's that. what I'm saying. But that's, yeah, I got you. So that, but that's not necessarily towards Emil per se, just the way that they... But they always use Emil. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, Remy yeah. still like leads a bunch of that stuff and that's why I think he's yeah. a... I mean, there's well, that's reasons what, I think he's a bad protagonist. But, but like, I'm saying Emil doesn't contribute anything good to the plot. He puts Remy in a bad situation where he has to steal from humans. He then brings it to the light, right? He then gets Remy trapped in a cage, right? And then, I mean, that's pretty much it. But I like, don't think he can be blamed for putting Remy in that situation because Remy was the one that, like, brought him food from the restaurant. And said, don't tell anybody about this. But Emil yeah, has but to think about stealing. family and friends. Like, he has to think about his colony and things, whereas Remy's only... No, he's not stealing. He's not stealing because Linguini gives him a little, like, uh, bandana mm-hmm. wrapped up with, like, a bunch of cheese and grapes. Emil would be a totally different character if he ate all that and didn't tell his starving brothers and sisters. They're not starving. Django like starving. says they've been doing fine. Doing fine, but, you know, you could always use a little bit more... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, getting along is one thing, but... Hey, man, we're all just trying to get along here. We're all just trying to surf, you know? <laughs> Look, I think... Um... I, I don't think that... I don't even think that I could say that one of them is a better protagonist. I think that that's too... Um, what's the word? It's, like, too uh, boiled down. Like, it, it's, like, you can't just say that one of them is better because... They both are trying to do a different thing. Yeah, you're not comparing apples to apples. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you are. You're comparing two protagonists. And which one's better? <laughs> I mean... Um, I mean, I but know. you're not taking, like, two protagonists that want the same thing. It's like... They're chasing their dreams. That's like saying, who's a better protagonist? Spider-Man or Harry Potter? Oh, Harry, Spider-Man. See, Harry but, Potter is the second worst protagonist. But, but, what, but what I'm saying is, is that Harry Potter isn't your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's Harry. He's his own thing, and he's a great protagonist in his own way. Here's the deal. Here's another thing. Okay. <laughs> Remy, Remy, like, he was gifted with this amazing sense of smell and taste. Mm-hmm. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Like, what does he even do besides use other people as step, like, steps toward his goal and abandon his colony? Cody wasn't a good surfer, but he actually put in the work to learn how to be a good surfer. And in the end, he didn't care about the trophy anyway. 
Like, sure. Remy doesn't even like what what does Remy do besides taste and smell good? Cooks good. Yeah, but that's only because he can he smell. Is passionate. Cody's passionate. Not passionate enough to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I know what you guys are saying about, like, it's hard to compare them because of mm-hmm. the journeys they're going on. But when you look at it, I mean, we've kind of mentioned that, like, Remy isn't necessarily the main driving force behind the movie. The movie kind of with all its ideas and stuff it is what makes up the movie. So yeah. Cody's pretty essential to the plot yeah. of Surf's Up. So that's why I think he'd be he's the better protagonist because... Huh. He's important in the movie. Where he's... I, don't I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can if I can uh, what is it submit uh, to that. Yeah, I just don't know if I can. All right, that's fine, man. Um, here's what we'll do. I have On a three, few, I have we'll a... say our favorite of these two movies. <laughs> uh, we can do that at the very end. Sure. On I uh, I have a few facts about each movie, um, but I also just want to say what I what I came away with from this um i think ratatouille is trying to be this giant masterpiece movie that's beautiful trying slash is but and has this great animation but there's a lot of just like confusing plot holes things that aren't addressed i mean i could not stop taking notes and surf's up isn't trying to be this big great thing but it is like Ratatouille is as well, but it's trying to be more than it is. Surf's Up isn't trying to be more than it is. I think Ratatouille is closer to, um, like Ratatouille is closer to what they were trying to do, which is this great epic masterpiece. Surf's Up exceeded what they were trying to do, like by a long shot. Hmm. I think so. That means Ratatouille is more of a masterpiece in that sense, but Surf's Up is just way more entertaining for mm. me. That's kind of my final takeaway. Mm. Okay. Does anyone else have one? I feel like Ratatouille is a little pretentious. It is. I feel like that's, and that's, <laughs> and I feel like the whole like, you need to be a Remy and, you know, visualize the movie and see the deeper. I think it's just trying to look into something that isn't there. I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think that it's kind of like, the difference between, I don't know, a really good bowl of ice cream and a five-star Michelin, you know, thing. It's like, you might have just as much fun with that ice cream, you know, like a, yeah. like a nice bowl of ice cream, you know, uh-huh. but it's like the people who are behind a Michelin restaurant, they're striving for something greater, you know, yeah. even if they don't make it better than ice cream, they're going for it. You know, and yeah, it might be snooty and pretentious and all that stuff, but I don't think that they're looking for something that's not there. They might have just not wrapped it in a nice bow. I got you. That's a fair way to put it. Yeah. And like, I think I agree with you what you said about Surf's Up. I think it's just like a, like kind of just trying to be like an entertaining movie, but there is yeah. some like deep messages there that you could take from it. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I feel like Surf's Up is like a good, fun movie. Yeah. But like, Ratatouille is like a fun movie that you can take at face value, but you can also find like deeper yeah. flaws, like no <laughs> <laughs> analogies and messages okay, yeah. where there's not really that and surfs up. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just recorded a two and a half hour podcast. Yeah, seriously, oh, just two uh, hours. It's it's been a lot. All right, but... well, and what's your final takeaway? And then I'm going to give you guys some facts. 
Oh my gosh, dude. Uh, Ratatouille's good. Surf's up is good. That's my. All right. That's my final takeaway. We appreciate it. Yep. So, Surf's Up came out on June eighth, two thousand seven. Ratatouille came out on June 29th, 2007. Are you serious? These are from wow. the same month, dude. Wow. I had no idea. Ratatouille is 111 minutes long, almost two hours. Surf's Up is only 85 minutes long, almost an hour and a half. Yeah. They put all of that into not even 90 minutes. Can you believe that? It's because they couldn't stretch out the, <laughs> the plot oh, any further. I doubt that greatly. You think Ratatouille could have stretched out that plot further? Dude, that thing was about well, they to did. snap. They, <laughs> they stretched it further yeah. than Surf's well, Up, but go on. Longer than what it is. Longer doesn't mean better. You know? All right, Ratatouille had a $150 million budget. Mm-hmm. Surf's Up had a $100 million budget. Okay. And look prettier. Uh, surf's wow. <laughs> <laughs> to you. Literally only to you. But uh, sure. Surf's up. Uh, n- gross box office earnings were $152 million. Mm-hmm. Ratatouille was $623 million. Yeah. But Greater it's a Disney money. Pixar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, surf's up won the uh, My Nick Awards. <laughs> it's a Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon? Award. <laughs> uh, gave Surf's up movie of the year. Thanks to Surf's Up, Deborah Carlson won Outstanding Achievement for Animated Effects and Animated Production. Wait, was that directed by a woman? Awards. No, no, no. I don't think she... Oh. It's animation. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and John Clark, animation production artist. They, they both won uh, at the Annie Awards for that. Um, Ratatouille won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. And it was nominated twice for Best Animated Feature at the Annie Awards, but it lost to Surf's Up. Now, Kibo is going to take us out, and on the count of three, we're all going to say which one's better at the okay. same exact time. Okay. One, two, three. Meet the Robertson. Hey, free game, talking gaming day and night. This the show that you've been missing, guaranteed to get you hyped. Up, down, left, start, better charge up your controller. The show is taking over with Justin and with Holden. Hey, phase 10, Halo Reach, Magic the Gathering. Plenty games we talking, cause that's what we got a passion in. Hey, restart, run it back, let's play like we in the arcade. Homie, this is free game, let's go.